What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Tuesday Night Titans. The largest episode of running episodic program here on YouTube. You in here with the Bruce Wayne it is ish. New, 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 new world The order. king of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth, yours truly, the notorious one, a.k.a. Mr. Coachellini, better known new, new, as new the prognosticator, Coach Adamus, and you're in the Desert Storm bunker with EWF. That is every woman's fantasy and CGA, which is see God Allah, and the 10-time demonetized champion of YouTube. We got a great show for you today. Main event topic. The main event topic is going to be five places to find good women. Five places, Ninja. Woo-wee. I know, man. I know, the you know, invite your wife around for this show. They're going to love this show. Thank you. Thank you. Great show. Thank you, brother. Thank you, Chip. All right. We're going to actually show you. I'm going to show you five places to find good women. I mean, listen, I showed you at the end of the show. And I told you about good women. Everybody thinks that I'm a woman hater here, and that's not anything further than the truth. I'm looking to preserve myself. I just look to save myself. This is why I came up with the free agent lifestyle. All right, the free agent lifestyle for the win and free agent lifestyle for life. But I want you guys to get your map out. We're going to map out five places for certain you can find a good woman. All right, and we, we, I truly believe that these good women are here. They're at all five of these places, and without a doubt, you guys will learn. I mean, if you guys want to find them, you can find them as well. And uh, for the ladies that watch me with their husbands, you're like, this guy is so horrible. You guys are going to be quite impressed about my list. You're going to be quite impressed by my list because I'm just letting you know. These things are going to be the undisputed truth here, and I do not leave you astray. I do not leave. I will not lead you astray. All right. It will be. It will be uh, one of the great things here. So I'm looking to help brothers out um, by not just, you know, coming out here and just belittling women. I'm going to I'm going to show you who believes me, who believes me. Ladies are like, oh, I just don't believe you. I'm going to show you. Indeed. Anyway. To contribute to today's show, dollar sign, the notorious CGA on the cash app, Bimmo Coach Greg Adams TV. PayPal is paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. And that be pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. And you can super chat on the Notorious CGA channel. Let's get the noise in there. New, 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 new All right. Order. I don't think there's earlier contributors to today's show. Oh, okay. Uh, there was. I guess we got this uh, on. Well, you sent this right when the show went off. But no government name says shout out to the coach gang gang in the building. Where is it at right here? He said acknowledge me. Yes. Acknowledge me. Acknowledge me, yes. Oh, yeah. Shout out to y'all brothers out here. What do we got going on over here? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got the secret code. I know where they hiding. Oh, okay. We heard. Okay, that was from the other. Okay, it looks like, yeah, there's no, there's no. I mean, this is the evening show. All I ask is that you uh, uh get hit the like button. And we're going to get right into it. Thanks to Kanye's people, they dug into her past and found plagiarism. For the people who didn't know, diversity, equity, and inclusion is a joke because it often does skip black men, first of all. All right, it leaves y'all ninjas out, leaving you to be foot soldiers 
<laughs> all right? And basically, the, the tragedy here, we're going to talk about that. All right, what happened? Oh, yeah, oh, they're saying NWO. All right, let's get to it. Uh, what is this uh, part? Oh, we do have to acknowledge. I forgot. Yes, it is. It is Tuesday. And that means it's time for our data. Oh, brothers, I know y'all excited for this one right here. All right, these were the front of the gorditas of the few from, from earlier today. And you need to get you a girl like this that'll give you that warm embrace. What happened to this ninja's neck? My though? warm embrace. Yeah. And I make it <laughs> she look like ooh, she got a warm belly. I just want to put my hand under her fupa. When you let me wrap All right. I want to put my hand under her dress under that fupa. Oh, you know, it's nice and musty under there, brothers. But let's see what happens when you starving ninjas out here. Come out here. Yeah, that brother's starving. Yes, sir, brother. And he got a, oh, he put some hands on that lap on. She a demon, man. She a demon. She's what they call insatiable. All right. She'll let you get at that furry punani all day long whenever you want. Look at her. She like demon time. No, 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 no. I don't want. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'll have it. All right, baby. If that baby is your wham. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. King Kong Bundy would be impressed by that avalanche. That is definitely an avalanche right there. Oh, man. I don't know, man. Filming that scene. I might have broken a rib there. Y'all know y'all want some of that. No, nah, it's going to smell like an armpit down there. I'm going to just let you know. <laughs> And she out there. Look at this. Watch this. Wham. Oh, my goodness. She put everything into the. Oh, no, man. This is terrible. Yeah, man. We got to have our gordita. All right. And even tax season is around because, you know, ninjas. Hey, you know, ninjas love it. Ninjas tax season is here. All right. Get them W-2s. Going to get started mailed out. It's time to make friends out here. Oh, man. Another warm embrace around here, man. And they dancing it up. Dancing, dancing. Oh, he putting hands on hips. My warm embrace. I put my hands up on them hips. And I yeah. make it last forever. Yes, oh, no. When you let me wrap Yeah, Ninja. That's a Ninja dream right there. You know, Ninjas is like, it's tax season, Ninja. I, gotta, I need a place to stay i need some playstations let me go run some game on these women they just be running game out there looking around the kneecaps and stuff where's her kneecaps i wonder where her kneecaps are she got her feet out all right she got her feet out but uh ninjas is gonna be out here ready to go yeah that brother's starving <laughs> girls gonna be getting that good loving i mean pushing guts around you know what i mean they gonna be in heaven ninjas are gonna be in heaven all right, she put the leg split up. Shout out to our gordita of the week right here. This is our girl, Tia Melinda. Melinda. Tia Melinda. Oh, she's a freak. Yeah, look at her putting them on the table. She said, this is what I bring to the table. Oh, Tia Melinda. What do you bring to the table for me? <laughs> what do you bring? What do you bring, Melinda? I don't even know what she said, her drunk ass. Melinda. Melinda, a freak. She a freak of the week. All right, she made it to our freak of the week. Yes, indeed. Oh, man. Tia, Melinda. Melinda. I got you, baby. I got you covered. Bring your sloppy drunk ass over here. All right. 
Doom and gloom CGA. Let's go. Tia Melinda, Doom and Gloom CGA is up with a couple of quick stories here. First story right here is going to be an L for society. Where are we going in this society, man? I mean, listen, man, these people out here are going to be a cotton picking minute, a menace. Our society is it. It's just, I don't know what to tell you. Walmart adds a firm's buy now, pay later option to self checkout. Oh. <laughs> There's going to be incredible bindages out here. The binds are about to arrive at national epidemic levels out here. Ring the bell on America. A firm about to put y'all ninjas in debt. Buy now, pay later at the self-checkout. Oh, ninja, just arrest these people now. Arrest them, enjoy them. Well, there's no debtor's prison other than child support. It's a wrap. <laughs> it's a wrap ski. Oh, man, I wish I could call it back. Y'all guys want me to not be so doom and gloom. You guys realize the poor will be made into slaves by those who teach lies. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Brand Nubian and Farrakhan. Guys, we're, it's doomsday. <laughs> it's doomsday 2024. People are going to be in the box. Women are going to, oh, what is the other one? Clarina? <sighs> What what more do I even need to add to this? It's a wrap. <laughs> There's going to be more middle class people eroding into the poor. This is going to be a catastrophe. All right, they got us by the balls here in America. They got us by the balls. They got us by the balls. This is about to be woo. All right, let's go to the next one out here. Doom and gloom CG. Wait, I thought I had another one. Okay, wait a minute. I mixed up my I mixed up my clips here. Wait a minute. Hold on for a second. Where's my story on the Harvard? Pre- Where's my story on the Harvard president? Okay, hold on for a second. My my. Okay, here it is. That was the next one. All right, Doom and Gloom CGA moves on right here. Harvard president Claudine Gay resigns the shortest tenure in university history. This was an absolute disaster. Uh, this is what you get, Harvard. For your diversion, what is it called? Diversion, equity, and inclusion, or diversity. For hiring this liberal feminist, I mean, take a look at what you got here, brothers. What What is this? What is it? Like, what is this? <laughs> this is a black what? I don't even know what's going If she's not gay, is she gay? I'm sure she's gay, too. That that helped, too. Or does she have a white husband? This is a cra- This is crazy. All right, um, by the way, if you haven't been following this news, uh, this is the Harvard University. All right, take an L, Harvard. Uh, Harvard took an L here hiring this woman, and uh, she became the university president. Shortest term in history. She's stepping down, a.k.a. getting fired. And look at the arrogance on her face. This is what happens when you hire feminists, by the way. Well, what happened was Dr. Claudine Gay got caught up in several scandals. Uh, number one, namely, and I'll leave the best one for last. Uh, number one, namely, uh, the the fund, the donors just went south. Um, I don't know if you guys know the um, and I can't forget the name, but um, the funds that the Ivy League universities has, 
their fundraising, their donors, they donate millions and millions and millions, if not billions of dollars to these universities to keep them self-sufficient and self-sustaining so that they don't have to succumb to what you would say more or less is the agendas or more or less corruption, right? So their own people fund the university. So they have an endowment. That's the term I was looking for. They have an endowment in the millions, probably in the billions, okay? And so these allow these universities to be self-sustaining and private, okay? But uh, they went a little woke, obviously, by hiring this diversity, inclusion, and equity individual. Uh, did I say it right? D-I-E? D-I-E. Diversity, inclusion, and equity. All right, um, yeah, heart, oh, go woke, go, go broke. So the endowment was not being funded. People weren't donating like they need to, and in order for these universities to be somewhat self-sustaining, they got to have money, they got to have money. So they weren't getting donations. That's number one. That's the least of her concerns. Number two, she had a problems with the. I'm not going to say what race, what people. We know I can't say that. All right. She had a problem with them boys. All right. And what happened was because there was some anti-Semitism across the campus. They, they basically had some students come out uh, and, and pin a letter basically saying, hey. What Israel is doing over here in Palestine is a disgrace. That's according to their words. And these students eventually got outed. It was a complete cluster F how she handled it. And people started to do a witch hunt on those students. It was a mess. Uh, there were various claims of anti-Semitism going around. And she had some problems with the, you know, who. I'm not going to say what race, what people. We know I can't say that. All right. And so when the Muslim students stood up for themselves and said, hey, somebody needs to speak out against these uh, Israeli, uh, what they're doing in Israel, uh, they had a problem. And I don't know if you know, the weirdism is that the the young woke people are siding with Palestine, which is which is odd to me. Uh, meaning that, you know, Palestine is overwhelmingly not accepting of some of these liberal uh, individuals, these young liberal individuals, and they're not siding with the story, with the agenda. She had some problems on her hands with that, all right, and she refused to kind of acknowledge it. Now, the last one is the main problem right here, and she has been accused and proven to be a plagiarist, a plagiarism. She's accused of being, uh, committing plagiarism in her uh, doctoral dissertation. Now, if you guys don't know, to get your PhD, you have to, most of the time, if not all, you have to uh, participate in a dissertation, which is a study, uh, uh, basically a research of researchers, and you put together a dissertation with your own thoughts, and then this is how you graduate. Sometimes your dissertation can take quite a long time. Like, you could take a year or two. All right, so you do all your classes, you do all your independent study, you do all your research, and then you basically organize your PhD around this dissertation. Well, somewhere in the 90s when she's doing her dissertation, it has been come up that she actually paraphrased or actually she, she essentially said or created thoughts that she did not reference or source. Some of these thoughts were actually lended to another black woman, right? Another black woman who was greatly offended by what had come up. And now later on, as of recently, she's made some amendments to the research to actually source the information from which she did her dissertation in the 90s. Yeah, she didn't probably cite her dissertation, like portions of her dissertation. Now, this is how it works. I've done, I have a master's degree, so I've actually been a part of this. And if you know how the system of uh, citing works, if you cite something word for word, you actually have to cite where the source is. If you have an original idea, original idea, you don't have to cite the source. So uh, most people in the red pill would be plagiarists. 
<laughs> Most people would be a, a plagiarist in the red pill. Straight Jack. All right, because what'll happen is you'll just say it like you said it, and then somebody else will say it. I mean, some of your most famous YouTubers are plagiarists. I mean. Straight Jack. All right, so, yeah. Uh, plagiarism would be definitely a crime on YouTube in many, many ways, in Twitter and Facebook and whatever. Okay, even people putting quotes of people is straight up plagiarism. People just screenshot your meme and put it on their page, plagiarism. All right, anyway, right here. All right, and so, yeah, we need a reference page for all our thoughts and just shit. And y'all be trying to tell me I'll be listening to somebody else. Anyway, so anyway, in this situation here, this woman, this woman actually has um, committed plagiarism, which I don't know if you know. Um, as a university president, this is a big old black eye. This is a black eye. I mean, you don't want your main president. You don't want the president of your university the president of your Ivy League university, the first black woman female president, okay, or I don't know if we can tell her what gender she is. You don't want this woman to be a plagiarist. This is all-time low. This is an all-time low. Like, you don't want your university. This is the integrity of your university. This is the face of the, your university. And this integrity of your university hinges on this individual. And this individual has been of um accused and basically they tore her dissertation apart essentially pointing out where she plagiarized uh, accused of plagiarism i mean come on this is a l this is a major l and of course she did some late last minute 30 years later she's basically then updated and refreshed her dissertation <laughs> oh i did use that and um this is bad this is bad news so she had to resign after serving six months um, and dealing with just straight-up controversy, six months and two days, the shortest tenure in the history of, I want to say Harvard. Harvard. And she was the first black president, dean of students. All right, yeah, this is the downfall. This is a tragic downfall of historic epic. Hey, this is epic proportion downfall. Like, this is epic proportion. I don't even know, man. Like, this is a straight L. And, of course, it's the black woman. You know what I mean? It's like, go figure. Go figure, man. That is a fantastic L. Someone, a, a, an L that uh, these particular people, uh, Nanny Goat, in their, their rituals, their rituals related to, uh, you know, eyes wide shut, I don't know how they're going to recover this. I don't know how they were going to recover, but they'll recover it. They'll gloss over her history. Uh, her complete arrogance um, has been noted. And um, it would be a classic downfall of the diversity, inclusion, and equity. I always say it D-I-E because it needs to die. Yeah, it needs to die. And they probably hired her because she was black. <laughs> Let's just, and not only that, this is what, this was wrong with the D-E-I is that it automatically overlooks black men, right? I'm pretty sure there was a qualified brother that could have put in the spot, but no, it has to be a woman. And I'm pretty sure she might be even on some reading rainbow shit. I have no idea. But her last name kind of insinuates that. So even if she isn't, at least her last name is. Does she marry to a white man? Is she married to a white man? <laughs> Let me see if her husband. All right. Let me see here. Claudine. Her name, Claudine, right? Let me see what her husband is. I bet you he white if she is. Uh, uh he is a white man. That That ain't no. Wait a minute. That ain't no surprise. Ninja, hey, listen, and I don't, I don't mind 
Yeah, Ninja. I bet you he... Wait a minute. Is he a... I'm not going to say what race, what people... We know I can't say that. That's it. That's the husband right there. That's the husband. New, 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 new world order. Have you noticed that all of these black women... And listen, I, again, me, for me, for me, I always tell you, I don't care about interracial relationships or any of that. I love it. L love, love who you love. All right? If you like pink toes, you like pink toes. If you like Latina, like that. I already tell you. But um, is she reading Rainbow too? She might be a Lily Lint licker. <laughs> she might, but apparently this is her husband right here. Uh, first black black person and only second woman. All right, uh, this is allegedly the husband right here, and he looked like a Lily Lint licker. And that's a that's 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 allegedly. But have you noticed that all of these so-called sisters? that benefit from the D-I-E or the D-E-I, they always got white husbands. The Supreme Court Justice, the woman that could not determine what a woman was, uh, Kamala, Kamala Harris, they all got white men for husbands. Have you noticed that? New, 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 new world order. I already told you, man, these black women belong to the white man. It ain't even no point. It ain't even no argument. These black women belong to the white man. They don't belong to you ninjas. <laughs> All right, I've been telling y'all that for a minute. Y'all didn't just think, uh, I'm like, y'all don't have, the, the, that sisters don't belong to y'all. Only the straggles belong to y'all. Woo! Man, it's a part of the prize, and this is great business for him. He probably has always wanted, let's see what his job is. He probably always wanted to be the president, but what they did was push her up in front. And then he he get the ride he get the ride the train the gravy train what is it what does he do? They got a son. Okay, congratulations. She's a political scientist. Mm. Political scientist. All right, great. <laughs> political science. All right, shout out to the political scientists. I thought about majoring in that for like five minutes. All right, let's see what he does. Oh, his last name is Gay. Oh wait, no, it's not. All right, this ninja looking like, okay, let's see, what, 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 what does he do? He's a senior research analyst and lecturer at Stanford. All right, these academias, these ac academians are something else. He got his PhD from Harvard, and he works at Stanford. Uh, you know these academias, they got to work cross-country and shit, doing their research and stuff like that, having orgies, <laughs> having orgies. Trying. Oh, man, this is crazy. All right. Anyway, she's going to be, she's going to have to do a recover from that. All right, last drag on Sniggle is a brother I actually uh, know here. His name is Arthur Kwan Lee. Shout out to Arthur Kwan Lee. I was watching this video. I was like, I know this guy from somewhere. I met brother Arthur, Arthur um, at the 21 convention. He's an artiste, all right, very accomplished artiste and very, uh, very uh, stoic uh, individual here, uh, brother Arthur Kwan. Shout out to him. He's gonna talk about something in the Bible in related to the fall of empires, and I want you to take a listen to the brother here. He gonna spit something here. Let's listen to it. Isaiah forty six nine through ten. If you're following with the good book, 
when you study every empire that has fallen, there's three stages Ed. The first stage is the death of God. And once that happens, you sort of are castrated from a sense of a higher order and your reverence is gone. And once that happens, the moral structure above is castigated. So what happens next? The next stage is female sexual liberation. And I specify female sexual liberation, not male, because it, what happens is there's a guy named J.D. Unwin. He wrote a his magnum opus called Sex and Culture. And he studied 86 different cultures through 5,000 years of recorded history. And he found that with the Sumerians, the Babylonians, the Athenians, the Romans, what they all had in common is once we give up our belief in God, women become sexually liberated. And once they're sexually liberated, men no longer want to fight to maintain their social cohesion. Frederick Nietzsche writes about this in The Gay Science when he said that God is dead. And the last one is desecration of beauty and rewriting history. From reading all the literature, this is what's going to happen, I think. Kind of like Rome? Yeah, just like Rome. When you study every All right. and uh, you know, American and men, they have that meme going around. Women were like, "Why are guys always fixated on Rome?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Listen, like, of course you don't know about it. They don't see the signs. History is over, ladies. What academic programs do you like? You guys don't. Go you're no good at math. You're no good at history. <laughs> like when they start thinking about science, seems to escape many of you. All right, but uh, when you don't know your history, you're doomed to repeat it." And in fact, why men are fascinated with Rome is because we don't want to get our heads chopped off by the Visigoths. All right, that might have something to do with it. We're the ones going to take the bullets while you're going to be out here procreating with the Visigoths. <laughs> of course, you don't need to know what the fall of Rome means. Of course, it escapes you. Shit. It is what it is. We know what the we know what's around the corner when a society becomes loose. But this guy hits the nail on the head. Let me let brother Quan Lee tell you again right here. You lose the you lose God, female liberation. And then the last one was, uh, yeah, uh, the, the rewriting of history. Indeed. Empire that has fallen. There's three stages. Ed. The first stage is the death of God. And once that happens, you sort of are castrated from a sense of a higher order and your reverence is gone. And once that happens, the moral structure above is castigated. So what happens next? The next stage is female sexual liberation. And I specify female sexual liberation, not male, because it, what happens is there's a guy named J.D. Unwin. He wrote a his magnum opus called Sex and Culture. And he studied 86 different cultures through 5,000 years of recorded history. And he found that with the Sumerians, the Babylonians, the Athenians, the Romans, what they all had in common is once we give up our belief in God, women become sexually liberated. And once they're sexually liberated, men no longer want to fight to maintain their social... Now, this is a big part right here. Men no longer want to fight to maintain social cohesion. This is You can see this now. I mean, men are men are saying, forget it. Uh, men have walked away, and uh, the, the MGTOWs need definitely, they were ahead of their time, all right? They were ahead of their times. They were the modern-day monks, if you will, where men, ah, oh, fuck it, I'm not competing. And to the, to an extent, they're not trying to save it. So um, these men were the early people criticized by them, but if you look at where we stand now, they were way ahead of it. Um, if you didn't come in until 2020, you're behind because there was already a great philosophy, if you will, of men trying to do this and men and women ridiculing guys. All right. And so when you have a sense of men, uh, it doesn't matter what the men are either. Doesn't matter what the men are. It doesn't matter if they're losers and bald and neck beard, because these were the men that would have been fighting for it anyway. You need them on your side. So when you have them opting out and then you have a greater, greater, you have all these philosophies, uh, free agent lifestyle, uh, red pill, um, uh, passport, bro. When you have these guys checking out, these are defenders. These are further future defenders of your communities. 
And then when the Vandals and Visigoths come in here, all right, and, and willingly, it we are having a subversion from within, without a doubt. There's a subversive force from within. We don't have to worry about invasion through the sea. The subversion will be from within. That's the doom and gloom pro, uh, proverb. And here we go right now. What we'll have is a group of men that just won't care. You know, there, there were guys used to say, let it burn. Remember you used to say that? Let it burn. <laughs> oh, why would you say that? And then people are not recognizing it. And it's been a good 10 years since the growth of that community. And these men have been labeled all kinds of things, uh, except for the subversive forces have not been labeled. They've been able to walk through the border. Okay, but here we go right now. You do have a group of men that just say, hey, you know what? It is what it is. It is what it is. Uh, yeah, that's what happens. Cohesion. Frederick Nietzsche writes about this in The Gay Science when he said that God is dead. And the last one is desecration of beauty and rewriting history. From reading all the literature, this is what's going to happen. I that's the, uh, Yeah, the, liter the, the literature is pretty explicit about what happens, the directions uh, that changes. And this direction is, to me, not new. All right, this is something that I caught wind of in the 2015, around 2015, started speaking on it in 2018, 2017, and I'm like, yeah, man, this is now good for society. He even wrote a book called The Evolution to tell everybody what's going on. But um, uh, I don't know if anybody can deny it at this point. Anybody can deny it. Are there still people denying it? I know there's a lot of people here that are, this is nihilism. All right, I'm sourcing Hafiz on that. This is nihilism. Okay, and I don't want to be nihilistic. I'm giving you guys great options here to actually survive and have a great thriving life. But you cannot, you can see the writing on the wall. The writing is on the wall in terms of where we're going. We're going to a different space. And the amount of people that will, by the way, let me put this back up just in case you're joining me. Look at what we have here. We have Walmart adding a firm buy now, pay later to self-checkouts. I mean, if you don't see that there's people in here that don't know what to do, I show you video after video of young women. They're lost. They, they have no answers anymore. They had a bunch of answers when the economy was good, but they have no answers now. They just don't know what to do. You guys don't know where to go with your future. You got AI. You got the self-checkout. You got, you got, people don't have answers anymore. They've run out of answers. And that's a truly, truly a testimony of where we are. Because nobody has answers. And the people who have answers, you guys don't like it. You guys don't like it because I have an answer. Not only this, I saw this cancer coming miles away. I was like, there's no way else to go. We're painting ourselves into a corner. And now people are finding that this is an answer. This is a solution. Okay, in 2020, the red pill got a great, great evolution, elevation. And there were solutions for a lot of men. Men turned their lives around. Uh, but the old standard is no, no longer coming back. And if you think that people are just going to start getting married up as a result and start having babies, they're not. I'm going to tell you, that's a, that's a, that's a sort of horrible, that's a sort of horrible hope strategy. That's a horrible solution that you guys have. Even they're trying to force you into marriage by shaming you. Okay, we need to shame these men. These, 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 there's going to be an explosion of birth. No, there's not. There's absolutely not. Uh, I don't know if you guys noticed, but there's a great, that was a great movement about three years ago of women complaining about not being able to kill their babies. Hey, it is what it is. You, got, you guys have invited this shit way too long, and now you want to just force men back into marriage. Mm. Not going to happen. It's not going to happen. There's not going to be a baby boom. No. <laughs> 
You better find another, you better find another solution. Because your solution is a Hail Mary at this particular point. Otherwise, we go to socialism. Now, it might be a democratic form of socialism, but we already have a group of people participating in full socialism right now. And uh, in Canada, I believe they're going to roll out a UBI, which is universal basic income. And uh, they're going to eventually roll it out in America. They've already been doing pilot programs and particularly aimed at the weakest link of the economy, which is black women. All right. They are the absolute weakest link. They're the lowest performing. It don't matter what you give them. They are the least performing. So they have been targeting these people for quite a few years. All right. And I've been reporting on it ever since. This is a pilot program that they're going to eventually unleash onto a greater masses of people once they realize how successful it is and do their sociology studies on it to see the uh, effects of this type of programming. And then people are going to go into socialism. They're going to they're going to vote it in. They're going to vote it in. <laughs> by, by the way, predictively voted in the people who want this. They're going to, they already know it's going there. I mean, just to let you know. They already know we're going to, they're going to choose this because people are already choosing it, choosing it in various forms. And with that, it is the erosion of the rights. Um, it is the voting out of the rights that were bestowed upon you, upon you by the constitution of the United States. We've already tested this pilot program out. The pilot program was COVID. That was the allowed them to see how many rights that you would just sign off on and then how many time, how, what matter of time and what, what catalyst would get you to sign off your rights. So then you can institute a digital currency with the socialism. And then when, if you have a universal basic income, child support, everything going into this digital currency, it is the death nail of what you would call the, the institution. Yeah. It is the death nail of the, what you would call the Republic. So, I mean, you know, people are going to choose this because as you can see, how many videos have you hear of people going, I don't know what to do. I'm working one or two jobs. I can't support myself. How are we supposed to support ourselves? (laughs) They don't have an answer. The masses do not have an answer. I have an answer. I have an answer (laughs) right here. I got an answer, and my answer is save yourself, gentlemen. Yeah, how do you like this doom and gloom? Save yourself, because this there's the amount. Uh, it's not the politicians that I worry about. It's the normies that I worry about. It's the people like me and you. It's the people who have no answer. It's the people that are optimistic and hopeful. Uh, there's no hope, guys. There, there's no hope necessary that is going to solve this. <laughs> it's no this is where we're going, and it's people have already, they've already planned for it 20 years ahead. Uh, it is what it is. All right. They're, look at the amount of women selling booty on the internet and on street corners. Man, what, what do you think? What do you think? What, yeah, put your solutions down in the comment section of how to turn this around. By the way, we've, we've now about to nominate for the third time in a row three 80 year old plus politicians. Send it. It's going to be a mess. It's going to be a mess. And it ain't going to be all out war on the streets. It's not going to be that type of fall. By the way, Rome took 231 years or around that to fall. Okay. It took about, it took about 200 plus years for it to completely uh, go by the wayside. And um, I think that um, I don't know where you're going to pinpoint the start of the fall. 
That's a great conversation. But it will take America at least 100 years to really go on it. <laughs> All right, anyway, man. Anyway, shout out to y'all. Hit the, hit the like button on this one. I think that was it. Was that doom and gloom? That was doom and gloom. Let's go. All right, all right, man. Only Not every good thing lasts. And, uh, yeah, we had our time. We had our shine. Let's see what we got over here. We, we'll make it quick. Shout out to our brother. Oh, my Lord. Wait, is this an old one? Oh, this is this brother right here. Good Lord. Roderick, I'll call you RM. I don't know if I'm supposed to say your name. But Roderick Double N says, New Year's Seed from Memphis. Keep teaching and preaching. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy on me. All right, shout out to you. Mercy, mercy me. Somebody said 1919, 1913, Woodrow Wilson. Indeed. My brother came in from Memphis, Tennessee. Oh, man, I should play the Hunky Tonk Man song for you, brother. Every time you do that, I'm going to have to play the Hunky Tonk. (laughs) All right. Somebody says, Coach, we love when you draw parallels with Rome. We're the great empire. Shout out to you, brother (laughs) Roderick in the building. Mm. Damn. Damn. All right. My man came through. My rent's due. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Memphis. Shout out to our brother Stiliano. Appreciate you, CGA. You're my therapist. I mean, wait. Sorry, YouTube. That says therapist. Shout out to you. He says, thanks, one love. Shout out to Stiliano, man. We getting you through, brother. I remember your last chat. I remember your last chat. We getting you through. All right, uh, and there was a brother here. Let me see if I can say your name. <laughs> Let me see if I can say your name. No government name. Celebrities found their good women on Epstein Island. Oh, man. Hey. New, 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 new world order. Uh, wait till that list comes out. Wait till the Epstein list comes out. Ninjas is going to be scrambling. They going to be like. <laughs> Woo! That Epstein Island list going to be an eye opener, and I should not be on it. Deshaun Rose says, it's the Good Women Show. Uh, so make sure your volume's turned up, ninjas. I can't wait to hear how a good woman, blah, blah, blah. He says, listen up, ladies. By the way, what about the assassination of John F. Kennedy? That was very pivotal in the direction of our country. Essentially a coup d'etat. Admittedly, admit it. Admit it. I mean, listen, that, that's essentially what it was. I mean, you got to figure out who done it. But that was a very, very big pivot in our country. In fact, if it happened in another country, we would be calling it what it is, right? Uh, But anyway, that was pivotal. Uh, Anyway, I don't want to start y'all ninjas off. Shout out to Skylar C says, only marriage, only a wedding ring. I'm giving a 304. Oh, wait, the only ring I'm giving a 304 is a Nuva ring birth control. Get your ass on that birth control. Actually, birth control was a very pivotal point in our country's history. Uh, anybody know history? Drunk history with CGA. Main event fro. Uh, <laughs> main event fro says, Jinder Mahal spoke some truth on America last night before The Rock 
laid the smack it down on him. I didn't hear. I didn't see what happened. I know The Rock came back, but I didn't know intergender Mahal was going to be fighting him. Is that what's happening? Acknowledge me. Maybe Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns is going to wrestle The Rock. The Rock is everywhere. Just ninja everywhere. Shout out to Jinder Mahal. Was he, he's, was he laying it thick on America? Everett Walker, coach, your message of keep it simple until a person is so important. Yeah, until in person. Keep it simple until in person. By the way, I'm going to credit my son. I can't tell you his name yet. He's not an adult. But he says, your message on keep it simple until in person is so important. My son, from my own son's mouth, that man is a, my, that young man is headed somewhere. And his mother thinks I'm toxic. <laughs> All right, his mother thinks I'm toxic. toxic. But uh, it don't matter, Ninja. Hey, um, uh, it don't matter, Ninja. I'm worldwide, <laughs> right? So whether my son's with me or not, he gonna hear me. Holla if you hear me. All right, she's like, I don't want him to be around his dad. He's toxic. Ninja, he see me on the internet every day. <laughs> it don't matter, all right? So anyway, new, 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 new world order. that's where we at. All right, but he says, keep it simple until in person is so important. I almost got caught up a few years talking too much via text, free agent lifestyle for life. Free agent lifestyle for life. Shout out to you. A uh, funny story. I don't know if my my son don't want me to tell you. I don't. I kind of keep things separate until because I don't want people to like. Oh, you talked about him. Now we can research him. But um, his friends think I'm a celebrity. <laughs> his his friends they be like, man, my friends love you. All right, they love me. Um, and so uh, funny thing was we were at the mall and I saw a coach gang member. Uh, I was walking out of Nordstrom's and the brother walked up to me. Shout out to our uh, coach gang brother. He walked up and was like, hey, you see GA. I was like, who are you, Ninja Process Server? <laughs> right. He looked like he was about to serve me paper. But we were in the mall, me and my son, last week. And uh, we were sitting down eating, and then um, he was uh, FaceTiming with one of his buddies. And his buddies were somewhere, and he was like, where are you? And I guess he was on a go-kart. It's one of his friends. And so he shows me. He was like, oh, here, here he is. But his friend could see me. His friend could see me. And he was like, hey, Coach Greg Adams, <laughs> his friend. <laughs> All right. And so he saw me. He was like, oh. he immediately identified me. And he called me Coach Greg Adams. He's like, hey, Coach Greg Adams. All right. So it's funny, man. These guys, these young guys, man, they, uh, they're definitely going to extend my YouTube career because I'm going to be living with Gen Z. I'm going to be living their lives and seeing their, what they go through. And I can see it, you know, um, I, I can see Gen Z. I'm with Gen Z. Um, anyway, so yeah, it's one of those, it's one of those things that we have to, uh, have to see what's going on. I'm going to have, <laughs> I already have, it, you know what I mean? I've been dealing with Gen Z for quite a long time, but, uh, yeah, man, it's good to see. So by the way, he said, keep it simple until in person. This is going to be one of the great definitions of what defines your communication with women. Keep it simple until in person. All of you guys that are blabbering your blabbermouths on messages with women, you're an idiot. Straight up idiot. <laughs> right? It's like the way you're seeing these women come out here, they're desperate. And there's nothing like desperate women. Desperate women are dangerous. I know a lot of guys have been saying and cheering on the fact that women are out here broke. We kind of make fun of it. But desperate women are dangerous. Shout out to you. Says you're bigger than Tate, in my opinion. Shout out to you. 
they're they're dangerous. They're coming out here, they're doing these things, and they're taking down kings. I don't know. This is biblical. And, and this should tell you how you need to be moving around with women. The guys that have went monk mode, you're eventually gonna win in a lot of in, in a lot of ways. But they're dangerous when they're desperate. They don't come back and have you have you noticed them coming back to submit? You haven't seen it. All right, guys, we give up. <laughs> I've been telling you, the way they work is that they will make things crumble around you and them, and they will not pivot back to what they need to do. They will not pivot back. Why? We've allowed so much freedom and independence and them to have their own thoughts, put their hands on some their own money. This is kind of where the downfall is. They're not pivoting back to, okay, let's listen to these guys and let's have husbands. They're not going to do it. They're not going to submit. They're not going to come back crawling on their knees. And one of the reasons why, (laughs) one of the reasons why we know this is that they just go with the winner. Their nature is to just go with whoever takes over. All right, this happened to the black Americans that brought y'all ass over here. How How do you explain being in bondage for 385 years or 325? They were ready to go with the winner, and that's essentially what some of the top upper echelon elite black women have done. They've gone and submitted to the massa, massa Joe Biden and all of them. Okay, they go with the winner. They don't care if you lose, Ninja. <laughs> they don't care. If you lose, they survive. They're somewhere in a bunker. They're somewhere in the roof, an attic, in a camp. They will go somewhere. And they'll hunker down long enough for the smoke to clear. And once the dust settles, they go with the winner. Tell me I ain't lying. I'm just telling you how it's going to (laughs) work. All right. Yep. Like France and Germany. When Germany walked their ass in there and did the crip walk on France, all the German, uh, all the French women went off with the German soldiers. They said, fuck it. All right, it's an actual fact. If you think they're going to ride with you and lay over your dead carcass, don't shoot them no more. It ain't going to happen. <laughs> I'm giving y'all drunk history. Let me see here. Let me see here. French women, German soldiers. Yeah, look, let me pull this up. French women, German soldiers. <laughs> Great Coach Alini. Oh, look, I hope I can show some of these right here. Let me see here. Sleeping with the enemy. Collaboration, girls of the German. Okay, hold on for a second. Is this the German? These are the German soldiers and the French women. <laughs> they ain't going to give a fuck. These are the German and the French women like, yep, party time. Having a party. This is less than 100 years ago. They said, fuck it. <laughs> All right, who, do, who winning? All right, we going. We going with y'all. Can I roll with you? What can I do? <laughs> Don't give a towel. Look, they took everybody. A curious look. A curious French girl looks over German soldiers after the fall of France, June of 1940. They'll take them too. We'll take her too, sadly enough. Having a party. All right. Oh, look, look. German, hey, look. French woman with German soldiers having a party. They don't give a fuck. Ryan. 
They ain't loyal to you, ninjas. We all get clapped tomorrow. They getting cheeks clapped. We don't give a fuck. <laughs> oh, well. Don't think, ninja. They going to like, well, when the dust clear. Look, uh-oh. Look. Look. Here we go right here. Look. Trying. Having a party. They said orgy. Trying. Orgy. They just go switch up too. Okay, I wouldn't mind if I do. Try can I roll with you? What can I do? Ninja, don't think, Ninja. <laughs> don't think. Look at what these Ukrainian women did. They went and skedaddled on that train. Try and they went out there and they clapping up Poland and American Ninja's cheeks. They, 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 they just don't give a fuck, Ninja. They, they ain't ever going to get it. She was like, two sir soldiers? I'll take two. Two for me. Trying. <laughs> it's, they go with the winners. They abstain from battle and go with the winners. Uh-oh, look. Look, 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 look. I've got too many pictures right here. Trying. <laughs> German soldiers celebrating with French woman during the conquest of France. Trying. Y'all better listen. She had a husband out there, a brother, a father, that got skitty pop pop and a boom, boom, brr, boom. And then Trying. <laughs> she don't give a fuck. We having a party. They out there, out there talking about Sieg Heil or whatever they just be saying. I might get banned from YouTube saying that shit. They don't give a fuck. Look, look, look where we at right here. Look, <laughs> this nigga Trying. Count Chocula pulled up with two Frenchies. Is this a German woman? He just pulled up with the swastiki on his on his arm. Hey, man, women get conquered and it's time to give up the Punani to the new winner. Trying. There's no loyalties, ninjas. There's no loyalty. It goes with the winner. Look, I got more for you. Look. Oh, no, man. This is horrible. Trying. <laughs> then they show a teeth. They like, we banging everything out here. These Frenchies got pubic hairs on they punanis. <laughs> All right, let me stop. Where's Count Chocula at? Count Chocula even had broads. There he is. Look at Count Chocula. Look at this ninja out here. Count Chocula. Trying. <laughs> All right, having a party. Anyway, let me stop. This show is already off the rails. Let me check any more super chats. All right, I got them, and it will will credit some people for here. All right. Uh, anyway, don't think your girl's gonna be loyal to you, did you? They, it ain't gonna happen. Straggle with Sniggle Theater. Let's go. Hey. With me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast sticky can get high with me. That's a deal, right? Strike once nickel theater, man. We got a great one lined up for you. All right, after a drunk history lesson, straggle and snickle theater. We're gonna go with oh, this is a good one right here. This is a good skit. Uh, this is a skit. It looks like uh, okay. Let me see if I can pop this up on the screen. Uh, we got a brother in a long coat. All right, must be cold where you're going. Uh, let's see him get on the elevator. Let's play the skit. Uh-oh. 
Uh-oh. Look at this ninja sweating bullets. Oh, no. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, man. I would have did the same thing if I was with a sister. And that white girl moved up in here. Them, flat, them ones in flatbacks neither. Kaylee moved up in here and got this ninja starving. Yeah, that brother's starving. Oh, man. <laughs> And the sister looking at him like, I know you wasn't looking at that white girl. Yes, I was. Did you see them cheekies? All right, let me go back here. Let's play it again here. This ninja going through it. Here we go. Woo oh, not the jiggle booty pants. Oh, look at her. Oh, this guy right here. Oh, Lord, have mercy. We must stay focused, brothers. We oh, must man. Stay Kaylee focused. had them yimmy yams in there. Look at this ninja. Yeah. Lord, have mercy. We must stay focused, brothers. We must yeah. stay focused. He's struggling. He's struggling as he should. Let me go back and see what Kaylee working with back here. All right. Yeah, we done lost our mind. Look at the sister trying to be mad. Let me see, Kaylee, what you working with. Woo-wee! All right. Yes. Yes. The rhythm, the rebel, without a pause, I'm lowering my level. All right, come on. She got a little taper waist, and she got her little, okay. You got your little cupcakes back there? Yeah, okay. Dental floss, all right, all up in here, man, yeah. Yeah, that brother's starving. <laughs> yeah, that ninja was like, ooh. All right, and he, she got her feet out, too. Yeah, she look at the sister. She mad. Why she, Why the sister mad? Come on, sister. Let, let your boy get some. Look at her. She all frowned up. All right, she got her frown face. She got the gab face. All right, and this ninja is like, I don't see nothing. Lord, have mercy. We must stay focused, brothers. We must stay focused. You want to see it again, sister? Like, yeah, she like, ah, you better not be looking. Yeah, look at this brother out here. Oh, poor guy. Let's see it one more. Let's see it. Oh, my Lord. No. Oh, man, hold up. All right, show's over. Yeah, that brother's starving. <laughs> show's over. Yeah. I would have got weak. I get so weak in the knees. I can hardly speak. That would be a mess. Yeah, I'd be done. I'd be done. All right. Anyway, <laughs> let's get back to it right here. Uh, poor guy. Uh, there's a guy named Dan or Orlovsky. He's a quarterback, former quarterback. Um, and he is a I guess a pundit on one of these shows. He's a talking head. And he's with Stephen A. Smith. He's with Mr. King Abba Dabba Dabba. Shannon Sharp. And what's this girl named Molly? Her name is Molly. I can't remember her last name. Jalen, Jalen Rose's ex-girlfriend or ex-wife. Uh, let's see what Dan Orlovsky's gonna do here. All right, let me pull up the volume here. Here we go, right here. Monaco. You don't, right you, 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 you don't need to know. The last the th it you don't know cheap. anything about brand. It ain't cheap. It's exactly. You're the last person that, to talk it, about brand. Ain't that something? Ain't yeah. That him of all people. Why, are you, you really understand? sniffing the shoe? Just I just got the shoe, shoe yeah. and I have tights on. Don't I, be I, weird. I don't know about you, Dan. I got to keep an eye on you. You know, he might have a foot fetish. Yeah, he might have one. Dan might be one of those. He might be one of those. He might be one of those. Oh, Dan. We're just looking at the booty. We're looking at the breast. We're looking at her neck. We're looking at her feet. We're looking at her toes. No, I ain't looking at no feet. Ain't nobody looking at no feet. You're looking at feet? It's I'm looking at feet. All right. Yeah. Dan, you looking at feet too. And uh, Shannon Sharp is always quick to say he not looking at feet. But Dan, are you sniffing Molly's shoes on the internet? 
brothers. I, not even I would go that low. And look at this ninja. You know he a nasty boy, too. Dan Orlovsky, nasty boy number oh, one. That's nasty. And showing his teeth. Niggas always gotta show they teeth. This ninja is out here sniffing her shoes. It's a nice black patent leather pump. <laughs> these, are like, these are like the lazy heels. Okay, I would feel. you give me my shoe back? They're Attico. You don't, right you, 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 you don't need to know. The last the thing, you don't know anything about brain. It ain't cheap. Exactly. You're the last person that, to talk it, about brain. Ain't that something? Ain't yeah. That him of all people. Uh, are you, you really understand? sniffing? He got caught. He got caught. He didn't lie. He forgot where he was. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, that's nasty. He forgot where he was. He tried to get that quick sniff like a dog about to sniff they poop. And then looking at you like, I'm about to sniff. Did you forget where you were, Dan? Sniffing Molly's shoes? In the shoe? Just I just got shoes. the shoe just and I the tights shoes. on. Don't I, be I don't weird. know about you, Dan. You know, I got to keep an eye on you. You know, he might have a foot fetish. Yeah, I think he got a foot fetish. He like feet out here. He does like we feet. We're just looking at the booty. We're looking at the breast. We're looking at her neck. We're looking at her feet. We're looking at her No, I ain't looking at no feet. Man, ain't nobody looking at no feet. You ain't looking at feet? It's, I'm looking at feet. Yeah, yeah. We looking at feet. All right. Come on, man. Uh, Stragowitz Nigga uh, Theater here. Shout out to our brother Call Me the Mac over on Locals. He says Mr. Catfish posting his winnings. All right. Take a look at this. And, of course, yes. Niggas always got to show they teeth. A ninja loves him some old white women. It's kind of like when your ninjas was on a plantation and you was going and, 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 and spanking Fannie Mae. All right, Fannie Mae invite y'all ninjas up. Come get your, come get your pudussy, and you go up there scrambling. Hey, it's in your DNA. It's in the American. It's really in the island boy. It's in the black male DNA to bang old white women. I mean, that's what y'all, the catfish of the sea, posting his winnings and look at this ninja just a smiling and grinning ear to ear. Niggas always gotta show they uh, twenty nine year old man, sixty eight and sixty seven. This is right up a ninja alley. Right, right up the, right up. Yep, look at him. He's smiling, grinning, teeth out, looking like Bugs Bunny. And look, he like, hey, Ninja, I got me. You know, you can clap some old white granny. He loving it right there. He loving it. Shout out to Island Boys. <laughs> catfish posting his winnings. The catfish posting his winnings. Good for him. Good for him. We'll give it to him. He like, Coach, they buy you. They spend money on you. Okay, shout out to you. Let's give you the prices right. Yeah, he's starving. Yeah, that brother's starving. <laughs> it's free, though, Coach. It's free. Yes, indeed. It is free. He going to knock the dust off of that. The cobwebs. He going to knock the cobwebs off that. Anyway, shout out to him. <laughs> it is tax season time, Ninja. It's tax season. All right, Ninja's got to survive out here. They got to survive. You know what I mean? I don't know what men, what would the, what would the black American man do? Without they, without they beloveds, without they beloveds. We know the black woman love him. So she love him some massa, but ninjas love. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. They love them. They love them. The older and the bigger and the wider. It don't matter. Ninjas be out there bragging too, all out in public. Woo. Woo. Yes, Ninjas is in heaven, all right? Catfish out here posting his winnings. Yeah. Oh, he's slapping it, too. He out there got Okay. Okay. Oh, they got a little choreography going on here. 
They got a little choreography. Look at this. Oh, look out. Oh, my Lord. That was crazy out there. Yeah, ninjas out here, right here, all day. Oh, the humanity. Nasty boy, stand up. Oh, that's nasty. Nasty boy, stand up. You know who you are. <laughs> but it's free. As long as it's free, it's the best. Straggle and Sniggle Theater, coming to a hood near you. People are out here ninja struggling. I've, I thought I moved out the hood. I could not make this shit up. Look at this court. For the last two months, um, neighbors who own this big-ass motherfucking house use my electricity to light their whole motherfucking house But neighbors keep stealing my electricity. My light bill was $1,800, motherfucker. I just paid that in cold cash. Did you ask me? Did you ask me to use my lights? You don't ask me to use my electricity. You don't use my electricity without my permission. I pay this bill. You understand that, Josh? I pay this bill. Oh. I pay eighteen hundred motherfucking dollars for light bill. I don't have a dollar to spare. Then he had the nurse to justify it. Said it was just his phone, phone and said car. it was last night. Don't do that They had the cord again. plugged up, all tucked and neat car. under my mat. Yeah, he got caught. He definitely got caught. <laughs> he said I had to charge my phone. <laughs> And why is she going crazy on the thing here, man? Just call and report them. Yeah, they down bad over there. I'm pretty sure they haven't paid their mortgage either. Let you get it through your thick skull wow. that I'm broke. She said, Dead did you ask me? Stony broke. For real. $3.85 If you had purse. to go $1,800 and then you realize that your electricity has been pirated by your neighbors, I, I, he must have slept in because he's been probably unplugging that, unplugging that plug for a couple of months now weeks waking up early because you know she don't wake up early all right but he probably been waking up early to unplug it and his ass got caught <laughs> My house, to have just court, been the phone idgf okay you own your shit i paid 1500 in rent plus 1800 light bill they don't own that house i can tell you that not with them long ass shorts on they don't own that house that house is in floor closure that house is about to they about to get evicted pav I pav all right wow they don't own that house. That house is up for auction very soon here. All right, so anyway, was that the last of the straggle and sniggle? Uh, let's see here. How many more I got? I think I got one more. Yeah, I got one more. Point of view, Pav. A mother has exposed her teenage daughter, age 14 years old, for having sex with three men less than a year. Three men in less than a year, and pictured here is the daughter, age 14. Is this fair or foul? We're going to have to show you. The videos are short. It says, sheesh, mom exposes her daughter for having sex at 14. Quote, she's a devil. This bitch fucked three men less than a year. Now, um, it says men. It says men. So um, that's another story. But here we go here with the sabotage. Where's her father, right? We're going to have to determine that. But it's always the man's fault for not sticking around. Let's play the video here. Look at her. Pitiful. Pitiful. Bye, devil. Bye. Oh. Look at her. Look at her. Pitiful. Pitiful. Bye, devil. Bye. Man, called her a devil. Oh, man. And look at these living surroundings. Of course, they have a dog, a mangy mutt. Look at her. And there's the woman there. Look at her. Man, is this right? Boy, this is very lethal to put your teenage daughter's business out here in these streets. But, of course, the daughter's out here. In these streets. Woo-wee. And the mother been probably doing reckless behavior, too. 
is this fair? Is this right? Boy, at the rapist, a therapist would have a field day with this type of relationship here. All right. And what is this bonnet on her head? What is this? What is this stuff that they put on the head here? Like, why do they put this goofy ass shit on their head? All right. I don't know. Pitiful. Pitiful. Called her pitiful. Hi. And, oh, you know, she stank. You know, she. Wait a minute. I didn't mean to like that page. Uh, you know, she stank here. This one right here. Look at these. Ralph. Yuck. All right. She probably been. Oh, by the way, I actually did an expose on this of, uh, of middle schoolers selling feet pictures. I've been doing this. Uh, so, guys, this is where we're at. Now, I don't know uh, the men here. Let me see what the men who she identifies right here. It says, um, the daughter's been online. Uh, it says right here, expose her 14-year-old daughter online for having sex with multiple guys. All right, there's a second video. It's as equally short as this one, but let's go ahead and, and go to it. Any nigga that look at this bitch, oh, she want to fuck him. She in love with him. Like, bitch, you was just in a relationship with Keandre. What happened to him? Ke you forgot about him? Now you out here fuck him. Any nigga that look at this bitch, oh, she want to fuck him. She in love with him. Like, bitch, you was just in a relationship with Keandre. What happened to him? Keandre? Keandre, huh? Keandre. Not Keandre. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Not Keandre. Is her name Sharkeisha? Keandre. Wow. <laughs> Not Keandre. <laughs> what city is this? Put what city this is in. Not Keandre. All right, that's going to be our new name for y'all. Y'all Keandre ass ninjas. <laughs> Hey, what do I tell you about these young girls, especially in the hood here? They start early, and the mom knows about it. Where's the father at? Where's the father? Okay, the father left. These men need to step up. Keandre and Dirty Sharkeisha. What the fuck, Keandre? You forgot about him? Now you out here fucking him. Any nigga that look at this bitch, oh, she want to fuck him. She in love with him. Like, bitch, you was just in a relationship with Keandre. What happened to him? <laughs> Keandre. Fucking. Please tell me none of y'all ninjas' names is Keandre. Oh, my goodness. Does Keandre watch me? God damn. Unbelievable. And she got fucked by Keandre. What the fuck? <laughs> Straight jacket. <laughs> I think the mother is... I, mother, you could have handled this way better than to put your 14-year-old daughter out here on the internet. She damn for sure gonna be a hoe out here. In these streets. She gonna be a hoe. She gonna be a hoe. She gonna be a hoe out here worse than you already thought she was. She about to fuck everybody. Just to embarrass you. <laughs> just to embarrass you. This woman gonna be on the road. Uh, by the way, what do I tell you about mommy issues? Mommy issues right here. All right, they always want to blame the daddy when the daddy ain't even around. The daddy been forced out. And now the mother out here sabotaging this young girl. Sabotage. We just talked about this this morning. Sabotage. How did the mother put a minor out on the internet like this? This is crazy. This is nuts. I mean, I would never even consider putting this, putting a minor out on the internet, fronting her out for being a whore. I mean, and you know, man, 14-year-old girls don't clean up on themselves. They don't. They don't clean nothing. You getting straight stank. Ah, 
That's Drago and Sniggle Theater. Like, ride with me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast sticky, come get high with me, that's a deal, right? Wow. Yeah, she Audi. She Audi 5000. She Audi SRT. She gone. <laughs> Mommy, Mommy, say goodbye to your daughter. She gone. Another man about to take your daughter. Do me a favor. Hit the like button in the building. Get me to about 850 likes. 850 likes. Somebody said this sounds like she's jealous. I mean, there could be some of that going on as well. Uh, we talked about this when women uh, become adolescents, when young women become adolescents, the mothers uh, do see them as a rival. Uh, for sure. Shout out to Schedule P. The grocery store on my way home from work had crab legs for $7 a pound. The food stamp chick in pajama pants bought all of them. A young man in line with me said that these girls are winning. I hit them with the nope. Were they on EBT special too? She bought up all the crab legs. <laughs> That's crazy. Twin A says a 50-year-old gordita. All right, what happened? Who looked like Melinda tried to pick me up at the store tonight. She used my Raider hat as an opener. I had a moment of weakness but kept it pushing. Stay strong, coach. All right, stay strong, coach in the coach gang. All right, this ninja was about to get melinda out. Our boy, our boy was about to get melinda Let me see where Melinda is. Take her out. All right, she's like, oh, you like the Raiders, eh? I like the Raiders, essay. All right. You know she been uh, cheeks clap. This one's a squirter, too. This one to get you all soggy. Melinda been there. All right, Melinda been there since 13, too. Look at her. You know she been a horse, wait, a skeezer for at least 40 years. She going on her fifth decade of skeezerism. My man almost got Melinda. Melinda. Look at her. She's been a nasty. I see you with your nasty. Uh huh. Let me put something in your mouth. All right. <laughs> My man out here, this nasty. Lord, have mercy. We must stay focused, brothers. We must stay All right. focused. Yeah, she's been in these streets for a minute. She, I'm talking about a minute since middle school streets. <laughs> The evening show is not a family show, but I'll try to keep at it. Since since seventh, eighth grade, Melinda. Melinda. Yeah. Anyway. And tell me I ain't lying. Lighter shade of brown. Yep. She used to be out there with them ninjas. Um, what's them ninjas name? Hold on for a second. <laughs> Let me see if I can find these ninjas right here. Uh I can't find. I can't find a song. Uh, let me see here. I'm going to tell you what the name of the group is. NB Riders. She used to roll with the NB Riders in the early 2000s. All right. Melinda used to be out here like this. I'm so fly, so cool. Baby girl, can I talk to you? I'm only in town for one night. Let me, girl, let me treat you right. I'm so fly. So cool, baby girl, can I talk to you? I'm only in town for one night, <laughs> all right? NB mm. Rider, bitch. Cypress Hill tribe in this bitch, all right? She be out there with a lighter shade of brown and Kid Frost in this motherfucker. <laughs> Kid Frost. She was out there with Kid Frost and them ninjas. <laughs> all right, anyway. All right, where was the NB Rider ninjas at? 
All right, anyway, where we at? All right, shout out to her. It's Tuesday. <laughs> she be at the Lowrider show too, and her son, and her and her cousin Primo. We be out there with her too. She been doing some nasty stuff around the block. And she ain't even left the block. She ain't never left the block. She still live on the same block. <laughs> All right, what are we doing here? Why we why we doing her that? Hey, man, them women out there that's 50 like that, they straight up skeezers. You can get them easy, easy layups. This is for La Raza ass. Yeah, she, she them, man. She will take, she'll let you fill her guts up. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> Don't tell me how I know. <laughs> All right. Uh, but, yeah. Mellow Man Ace Chica. Yeah, she'll let you feel. <laughs> Shout out to our brother, no government name, with a co-sponsorship. I'm rich, baby. He said, uh, call me Flo A. Flo A. He says, I've been RP for almost 20 years. Never seen anyone spit more facts than CGA. Attracting women is the easy part. Surviving the marriage will is the part even the best of us will struggle with and struggle at. Keep saving lives, CGA. Thank you. And shout out to our old school brothers out here that realized a long time ago. I'm rich, yes, indeed. Shout out to you, brothers, man. I, I'm trying my best out here to show men out here. Look, uh, you know, the, the part about getting women is the easy part. This is why I look at some of the guys talking about getting women. And I was like, you, you're not even in my conversation. Right, getting women is is not. I mean, getting women is tough. Keeping women and keeping women in line for long term, and that's the part they don't have. All right, they they don't have it. Even with the the experienced man in this space, cannot compete with the knowledge that I have in terms of long term relationships and the damage that it does to men. This is why I created the marriage wheel. Most men they're talking about short term relationships, short term, short term, and short term by legal definition of marriage is under 10 years. Really, we're talking about short-term, even in dating, a short-term dating is two years. That would be the average length of a relationship is two years. If we're talking anything under two years, you are inexperienced in a long-term relationship. You, you have no experience. And if we're not talking about five years at least, you're not in even in the same category as I'm talking. You're talking about something else which we can probably agree to disagree later. But I'm telling you about something that you have no experience with. Most men don't, that, that are in this space. They don't. And they, they can act like it. They can claim like it. They can call it. And I know how to do it. You don't have it. Just say you don't have it and you can't speak on it. <laughs> right? Just say you can't speak on it. You're talking about a revolving door of women. A revolving door of women. All right, where they come and go, come and go, come and go, come and go. That's that's your experience with women, which you're not even able to even have a conversation with me without that. You can't now you can disagree based on you hope it doesn't work out that way for you. You think you can have a better relationship. I always tell you, roll the dice. Until you roll the dice, you cannot speak on what you will do and what you will not do or what you will be exposed to and what you will not be exposed to. And that's an absolute fact. That's an absolute fact. Okay, you don't know what happens after five, seven years. You, you have no clue. And then you ain't had no kids. Please go sit down. Some of these guys don't even come, come over here and challenge me. Go sit down 
And it's not like I'm asking you to have a bad experience. I'm just saying, just say you're inexperienced about what you disagree with me about. And then we can start from there. Then I can begin to address you properly. But do not come over here telling me about what you do with women that would be different from what I would do that would make you successful. No, you, you're not even in my echelon or we call it echelon. You ain't even in my echelon. Please go sit your young ass down, <laughs> right? You're, you're not, you're not in, even in the category to even address me. That's why they call me, I'm the new Mr. Biggs. That's my new, that's my new persona. I'm going to have to adapt it a little bit, my new persona. But you, you ain't even in my category to have a discussion with me. Understand? Capiche? Over here. All right, I got a lot of characters I'm working on. But I actually dated a girl, and she was in her, her mid-30s. And she told me, because I was talking about I had been married and divorced, and she was like, well, I've been in a long-term relationship too. I was like, how long? She said five years. I would say, would you take your, would you go sit down? Go sit down, <laughs> right? Because she was uh, trying to make an equivalent of a, a long-term relationship of five years is equal to a marriage. I'm like, a five-year long-term relationship is equivalent to one, not even a year of marriage. That's dog years in marriage. You're not even close to dealing with what a marriage is when you're just in a long-term cohabitation. That ain't even equivalent to one year of marriage. Go sit your ass down. Right? <laughs> sit down. It ain't the same. It's not the same at all. What the fuck are you talking about? Jesus. Five years of a long-term relationship. Now, I will say that's, that's nice, but you have to question why you were in a five-year relationship at all. Okay, so from 30 to 35, you ended up in a five-year relationship. You have to question why that happened. But it's not the same. Anyway, it ain't even close to being the same. So you young people need to grow up. In order to catch up to me, I'm almost on my fifth decade here. Do not bring your puppy love bullshit over here with me. We in the big leagues. We on grown man talk over here. We on grown man talk. We ain't over here with this kitty bullshit where you're, play, you're a player bullshit. Get that, get that little middle school, high school, early first year of junior college ninja player bullshit out of here. You think I need to talk about some player shit? I've been there 25 years ago. <laughs> I was on college campus nearly 25 years ago. Ninja, I've been there, done that, stomped that shit out. I'm moving on to the big leagues over here. These people, man, crack me up on the internet. And, and the one, the funny thing about young men is you think you know it all and you ain't even had life happen yet. Life hasn't even happened to you yet. And y'all got so much to say here on the internet. Like life didn't even, even hit you yet. These ninjas under 30 years old talking shit in the red pill. If you don't sit your monkey ass down, you better not ever talk to me about your player shit and your game and your, oh, I want her soul ass ninjas. This <laughs> is disgusting. Oh my goodness. Will you sit down in the presence of the real one? You know what you need to do. Acknowledge me. <laughs> it's so, it's so funny. I see these guys out here. I'm like, <laughs> you haven't even done life yet. At all. You haven't even lived life. Anyway. In there with their hair gels and they goddamn 
moisturizer creams and <laughs> all right yeah the riz ninjas out here i'm like oh man hey man have fun i'm, I'm gonna tell you enjoy those years but you ain't in my echelon i'm gonna tell you that right now <laughs> anyway Daylay says, coach, is it bad? I'm getting cold-hearted towards modern women. A pregnant girl asked me to give up my seat on the train game, and I told her she should have fucked the guy. Wait, she didn't have fucked the, she should have fucked the guy with a car. Oh, man, maybe, um, maybe the pregnant woman, I might have helped her out just a little bit, depending on how far along she was. If she was about to burst, I probably would have helped her out. Depends on when I got to the seat, to be honest with you. Now, if there's like eight ninjas, I wouldn't feel no pressure. If there were eight men around, I wouldn't be like, here, my damn. I wouldn't do that. Now, if there was just no other seat and it was crowded and she was about to burst holding her back and it was all women sitting there, maybe I might. <laughs> all right, but uh, anyway, I'm cold just like the middle of the winter. If I was sitting there for a long time, damn for sure, I wouldn't have not gotten up. This is just me. Equality. Equality is a mother sucker. <laughs> Somebody said Mitch is out here thinking they can out-crown CGA. Mitch is too. With their theories. They got a theory for this, a theory for that. No practical application or experience. No receipts. <laughs> right? No receipts. All right, shout out to uh, Jonathan D, he says, mom is wild for putting the daughter out on front street like that. Her concerns are valid, but that's not how you handle it. Reminds me of when I was growing up with my single mother. Any personal issue I was dealing with became public knowledge. In fact, he says, I tried not to be resentful, but I'll never forget some of the effed up is she did. I tried to leave and go stay with my father, but she held back child support over his head to force me to stay he says, your kids don't forget. Very classic reason. How's your relationship with your mom? You can write it in the comment section. You don't have to chat it. If you wish to share, you can share if you want. Um, but this is where mothers lose their kids forever. And yes, your kids don't forget. So your father was on back child support. She blocked a move. Uh, we, we were talking about this in the sabotaging of children. One of the, some of these things women are doing is they're holding their children hostage in a sense. If I can explain it this way. Their kids are emotionally terrorized. Like, they're scared of their mother being uh, exploding emotionally. That's why they stay with her. They're, they're literally latching on to the abuser. In a sense, you almost have to rescue your kids out of that situation, but they have to understand that's what, they, that, that's what you're doing. But you're leaving your, you're leaving your children with the, with the most mentally unstable parent, and they'll admit they're mentally unstable. They'll say they're seeing a therapist. They'll say they're struggling with depression. They'll use it. I'm struggling with depression. And then they'll be the parent over presiding over your children. And the children know that your mother is a goddamn psycho. They'll know it. And she a psycho. And you're there letting her harbor the children. Now, the kids, the kids may wake up to this later on. They may know it. They may, they may experience it, but not know what it is. But the mother is doing this to them. They're bipolar. They're borderline personality disorder. They'll admit that they have problems mentally. And then mentally reign over the children. One thing that you'll hear a, a child say is that when they want to do something, they're scared to go to 
that parent, especially in concern to the father, because the mother is going to act like a petulant child. They know the mother's going to call the police. They know they're going to do something wild. So what do they do? They stay with the abuser. They'll figure it out. And they won't, he says, they won't tell you about the mom. They won't even tell on the mom because they might not even recognize it, but they know. They'd be like, if they ask, they know the mother's going to snap. So that is emotional terrorism. Emotional terrorism, and it's a form of abuse for sure. Yep, Half Space Will Travel says, Germans always got to show their teeth out here. Niggas always got to show their teeth. Indeed. Half space rule travel. Um, shout out to Louise says Count Chocula bit killed me, coach. Roasted. Shout out to Count Chocula. Indeed. Shout out to you. Shout out to them. And they know, yeah, yeah, man. It's a it's a sad situation what we got going on with the American uh mothers out here. I think the American mother is highly unfit to be a parent. And I'm not saying this just in my case. They're unfit in every way, mentally. Stable stability, financially, they're unfit. They're they're bitter, they're bitter. They hate the father or the child, the child's father. They're aggressive, <laughs> right? And the government loves it because they create more customers for therapy, for psychology. For uh, uh, Ice Cube once said in a song, he said this in a song that I'm gonna see if I can pull it out in the lyrics. Um, damn, I can't see. Let me see if I can pull it up in the song. Because Ice Cube said this in the song, um, um, Once Upon a Time. Ice Cube, Once Upon a Time. Let me get the lyrics real quick. Let me see if I can pull out the lyrics. But Ice Cube said this line, and this is exactly what happens here. Mm-hmm. Let me see if I can pull it. Uh, let's see here. Oh, damn. I, I can't find it. Anyway. But he identified that the benefit is the government gets uh, to get more customers and shit in here. Let me see if I can find it. Maybe somebody could think about it. But he's kind of said something in the phrase there. Mm-hmm. I would have to rap the song to even get to the point of the song. But anyway. The government is the beneficiary of these wards of the states. Essentially what happens is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it allows them to progress uh, deeper into the degradation of the society for sure. But it's in, it's in the lyrics there. I can't find it. I can't remember what it is. Let's see here. I'll have to remember. I'll, I'll come back to it. I'll come back to it. But there's a line in there that I remember him saying. Uh, but anyway, shout out to Ice Q, Rice Rhymes, that I say. <laughs> uh, shout out to C-Dub says, I think a cyber attack will happen before them Epstein files are released. You ain't lying right now. New, 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 new world order. You ain't lying. You ain't lying. I'm, dude, they're trying to tell you. They're trying to tell you they're going to release it. Please, I already know, Ninja, the internet going to act funky as hell. The internet about to act, about to act funky. <laughs> All right, it's going to be mad. It's going to be crazy. Indeed. 
Uh, let me see here. Mark D says, Happy New Year, Coach Gang in the building. Shout out to you. I'm rich, man. He says, I'm on vacation right now, just trying to live the free agent lifestyle. Thank you, Coach, for all that you do and keep up the great work. Shout out to the Coach Gang. All right, shout out to you, man. Derek Williams says that 14-year-old probably screwed the mom's boyfriend, and now she's mad. Yeah, that probably something like that probably happened, or she might feel that the girl is going to be a threat to the men that she brings around. Yes. Yes. We talked about that today. Maryland guy says, hey, coach, that acknowledge me sound bit sounds like the fatality on the old Mortal Kombat game. Yeah. Acknowledge me. Indeed. Shout out to Roman Reigns. Last one, two more. Justin O says, editing my videos while listening to you. Your stream helped me stay motivated from having burnout. Speaking of burn, can I get the fire bit right there? Indeed. Look what she did to my car. Look what she did to my car. I can't stand it, though. I can't stand it. All right, all right, all right. All right, hold on for a second. Let me see if I can come back here. I'm just look, looking up something. Henry Resilient, last one. My daughter told me today that her mom said she is going to cry when she is with me because she is going to miss her so much. That's emotional manipulation, yes. that That is manipulation. All right, that is a subtle form. Got, ladies, if you're here, that is a subtle form of manipulation. All right, that is, guys, these dastardly things these women do. I'm going to write a book on these bitches. All right. But uh, that is emotional manipulation. It is. Because the mother is sad that the daughter's going on a custody exchange. So she cannot win in the court. So she's trying to tell the kid and she's love bombing the kid. I'm going to cry. I miss you when you're not here. If she does have any means to communicate. Once the kid gets to the father's house, the mother barrages the phone. The mother barrages the, the internet. The mother barrages the Snapchat and the Instagram. This is love bombing. This is straight up manipulation. This is manipulation. If the, if the kid's going over to the father, she should make it a party. She should be happy. All right, she should be telling the kid that they're happy. I'll miss you, but I'm going to be out here getting fucked raw. That's what she should be saying. Okay, but then when she's over there, she she can't do nothing but, but uh, take pills and drink wine. And then she's doing what to the kid? Oh, I'll sing you to sleep. I'll love you. I'll talk to you. Uh, I'm doing nothing. I wish you were here. This is all straight up manipulation. It's sad, but these are manipulative tactics that mothers get away with, which is a form of alienation. And then when you take them to court, nobody says anything. By the way, nobody's going to do anything or say anything. So she just did a FaceTime. There's no reason on a custody exchange date you're doing a FaceTime with the mom. There's no reason. Mom, go get a goddamn life. Go get a life, please, you loser. Go get a loser. These women are losers out here, for real. Go snort some coca or something. Go kill your liver. Go do something. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Go do something. Go get a life. Go, go, go date somebody on Tinder. This is sad. These people are sad. Almost best to just wash your hands. But she's a loser. Your, mother, your, your, your baby mother is a loser. But no one sees this as manipulation. Oh, she just loves her kid. No, no, no. Um, you're supposed to be, you're supposed to have, a, because you're creating separation anxiety. They're creating separation anxiety. So now the kid feels, oh, I don't want to make mom sad. And this is a manipulative tactic that the kid is not prepared for. 
oh, mom's sad when I come over to your house. Go sell some pussy. Go do something else, please. But that's emotional manipulation, and you cannot disguise it. These pseudo-psychologists need to tell these women that, but of course they won't uh, because they're part and partial of the plan. Wash your hands. It's the, that child support going to be the best babysitting service you ever pay for. <laughs> I saw that all day right here. Yeah, it's sad. If she knows that, if she knows that, if she feels that way. All right, he says, don't, he said, don't do that in real if cuz loser sue to coach. All right, allegedly a loser. <laughs> allegedly a loser. All right, shout out to you. She's allegedly a loser. Go sell some peace leave. Go do something. Go do some, do wine and painting. Go travel. Sad. Let's get back to the show. These people are sad, man. The streets are cold out here. The streets are cold. What are we doing here? Let's see what the streets are cold on. Okay, we're almost at the main event. We only got a couple of videos here. Uh, This woman says, okay, let's put it up here. If you decided to not be my boyfriend, I'm going to tell you why you messed up. Because I'm an S worker. Um, I'm going to go in 17 days and travel for the next six weeks. I'm going to go to Hawaii, to Australia, and to Indonesia. And you could have had an all-expense-paid trip. And all you would have had to do is hold a steady camera. Does that sound nice? Does that sound nice? Because, anyways, if anyone wants to fall in love in the next 17 days, that's my offer. <laughs> please. Please, please, universe, someone, please. I'm begging you. I want to be in love so badly. I don't want to have to find a travel boyfriend that's not fun. I want to travel with my boyfriend. Yeah, so. If you like girls like me, if you just like me, please. In these streets. Yeah, man, it's getting harder. <laughs> it's getting hard out here, brothers. The spectrum is wide open. All right, let's break it down. This young woman is saying, I wish this was a joke, but I really, but I'm really in for an avid love bomber. Let's meet once. There's no punctuation. And then our next date can be the airport. Wait, I did that last time. And it didn't end so well, Frig. But we did Florida for three weeks, and it was really fun three weeks. Anyway, 17 days to find a boyfriend, yay. Um, What guy do you believe has three weeks to just lend to you to just go travel because you're a sex worker, right? So I'm assuming she has an OnlyFans. And uh, what she is now saying, she wants to fall in love, but she she's in love. The world The world makes love to her for money. And she has a ATM in her piece leave. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs and I just, <laughs> I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in and that's it. And put the pin number and boom, money just comes right. All up. right. And so here she is right here. Uh, again, they want to apply and play both sides of the spectrum. So she's working as a sex worker. She's traveling. She's got the money. She was like, I got the money. Uh, just come on out three weeks. We'll go have fun. We'll travel. I'm going from here to here to here to here. You just got to hold the tripod. Just got to film me. Uh, you get, I hope, maybe she gives sex to you. She might meet guys on the road, too, to give sex to. I have no idea. But this is kind of, this is actually playing both sides of the fence here. That is wild. 
These people are wild. Third date of sexual assault, criminal charges, or at least a domestic violence. Wow, guys. Wow. He says, I think you underestimate Sims. I'm telling you, they'll go for it. I'm telling you, listen. But it's not going to end well. This woman's being possessed. If you decided to not be my boyfriend, I'm going to tell you why you messed up. Because I'm an S worker. Um, I'm going to go in 17 days and travel for the next six weeks. I'm going to go to Hawaii to Australia and to Indonesia. And you could have had an all expense paid trip. And all you would have had to do is hold a steady camera. Does that sound nice? Does that sound nice? Because anyways, if anyone wants to fall in love in the next 17 days, that's my offer. <laughs> please, please, please universe, someone, please. I'm begging you. I want to be in love so badly. I don't want to have to find a travel boyfriend that's not fun. I want to travel with my boyfriend. Yeah, so if you like girls like me, if you just like me, please. Oh, man. Hey, that's somebody's daughter right there. That's somebody's daughter. <laughs> okay. Y'all always telling me about the somebody daughter. Well, there she is. Uh, she's probably no older than 21, maybe 23. Woo! It's getting hard out here, man. All right, we got to show you another one here. This woman says, uh, I don't know what show she's on. They got her blanked out here. Let's see what she says. Currently have two partners. Um, I want to have kids with multiple partners. I I don't do sex for sex sake. I find it very boring. I need intimacy for sex. They're very loving relationships. It's honest and open with everybody. With two guys or three guys? Uh, currently two guys. I occasionally date women as well. I'm pansexual, but I'm mostly straight leaning. So the They're two guys very are cool loving relationships. They've oh, yeah. not, they've uh, they other. have not met yet. One is a new partner, but they will meet and they know about each other. So honest you're open with them dating whoever they want to. Yes. Yeah. called ethical non-monogamy. E&M is a term you'll hear a lot of the time. Your kitchen table right uh no there's lots of different kinds of poly I'm not. what's a kitchen table kitchen table means all your partners can sit down together at the same kitchen table and have a talk about it oh interesting. Know each other. yeah you could all eat dinner together i'm polyamorous i actually currently have two i don't give a fuck what you think bitch cut that bitch off next caller well I thought we were close. Remember, I told you it's not coming back, guys. Uh, Pandora's box is real. Once you open Pandora's box, you cannot close it back. You cannot put everything back in. You got the you got the rift in the multiverse, right? And all of this shit. It's we've gone too far to come back. So listen, I ain't mad at her. Uh, but again, this is talk that women would not have talked about uh, in the past, literally 30 years ago, 25 years ago. This is where we are. It's where we are, man. Yeah. Thanks to dating apps and social media and the Jezebel spirit and the Lilith spirit. Ain't coming back, brothers. It ain't coming back. Partners. Um, I want to have kids with multiple partners. Oh, well, I'm, I don't do sex for sex sake. I find it very boring. I need intimacy for sex. 
works. They're very loving relationships. It's honest and open with everybody. With two and guys or three uh, guys? Currently two guys. I occasionally date women as well. I'm pansexual, but I'm mostly straight leaning. So the They're two guys are cool very loving relationships. They've oh yeah. Not, they've uh, they other. have not met yet. One is a new partner, but they will meet and they know about each other. So honestly. you're open with them dating whoever they want to. Yes. It's called ethical non-monogamy. E&M is a term you'll hear a lot of the time. Your kitchen table, right? Uh, no. There's lots of different kinds of poly. I'm not. What's a kitchen table? Kitchen table means all your partners can sit down together at the same kitchen table and have a talk about it. Oh, you know each other. Yeah, you could all eat dinner together. I'm Paul. Oh, man, Ninja. Again, these are all things that men have wanted for a long time. Men have wanted stuff like this. But we didn't come up with the clever phrasing and we didn't have the pseudo-psychologists behind it with all these phraseologies. But the, the benefit is that women and feminists and all of these people, they got phrases. Oh, kitchen table, or ethically non-monogamous, or poly with straight leaning, right? So they can come in here with these terminologies and make it make sense. Oh, and the psychology department, Psychology Today talks about it. But when we were, we were a dirty dog, all right? We, you dirty dog, we were just a dirty dog, all right? But this is what happens when you have what? The female liberation. Yep, they can put the word salad together and describe it, and they can open a book. See, it says it in this book right here. There's the APA, the American Psychological Association. They even recognize it as a, yeah, it's not a mental health issue. Look, they died I, I, right there. Pansexual, right? Sapiosexual, pansexual, kitchen table. Oh, it's kitchen table. Yeah, it's when you all can dine together with all of your dingalings hanging out at the table. Pause. <laughs> Hey, man, hey, do not be mad at me when I can't. You guys want me to repair this world? I can't repair it. All right, we got this woman right here. She says it's 2024. Okay, look at her. All right, well, what's going on here? 2024, stop them if he's poor. It's time to be an expensive poor. It's 2024, stop them if he's poor. It's time to be an expensive poor. Oh, the humanity. Yeah. Y'all want me to save it? <laughs> Woo! I don't know what to do, y'all. I do know what to do. I'm going free agent lifestyle. <laughs> Women are, yeah, that's somebody's daughter, too. That's your coach, you're a metaphile. That's somebody's daughter. Right? Yeah, right. All right, uh, there it is right there. It's 2024. Dump him if he's poor. Being expensive whore. Yes, that anthem is it. That's what we doing this year, bruh. <laughs> this is what we doing this year. 2024, dump them if he's poor. It's time to be an expensive whore. Oh, man, send it. <laughs> Ladies, the women are like, where are you finding these girls? They're all over the internet. <laughs> Certainly a sex worker, I'm sure. Let me see. Sugar. Oh, no. She, Did you? She has a sugar baby history. Okay, let me see. You know that one of the biggest fashion houses in the world. I'm talking about Chanel. Was actually started by a sugar baby. Disclaimer, things are going to take a dark turn. And with that, I welcome you to sugar baby history. Gabrielle Bonheur Chanel's life wasn't always chic. She was born in 1883 in France. To a laundry woman mother and her dad who sold garments and work clothes in the street. When she was 12, her mother passed away and her father put her in an orphanage. But as fate would have it, the nuns at the orphanage taught her how to sew. As she grew a bit older, she 
began to live a double life. You see, the nuns knew her as Gabrielle, but the patrons at the club she sang at knew her as Coco. At 20 years old, Coco would end up meeting and dating a super rich dude. His name was Etienne Balson, and he would show her what it was like to live amongst the super wealthy for three years. And he would teach her how to play polo. It was through this sport that she homie hopped to her next sugar daddy. Meet Arthur Cable. Arthur did what sugar daddies do and financed her small business. It was named Chanel Mode, where she started selling hats to Paris's elite, whom she would meet through her rich lovers. Her business was doing really well. Now, she was with Arthur for nine years until he left her to go marry a noble woman. He died a year later and this kick-started her villain era, Erho phase. This is where she started seeing the Grand Duke Dmitri Pavlovich Romanov, who then introduced her to Ernest Beau, a perfumer who helped her create Chanel Number no. 5. Later, she met Hugh Grosvenor in Monaco, one of the richest men in Europe. He actually proposed to her a decade later and she rejected him by saying, everyone marries the Duke of Westminster. There are a lot of duchesses, but there is only one Coco Chanel. And unfortunately, that Coco Chanel dated a Nazi and became one, even doing secret missions for them. She never faced charges. Did you know that one? Of course, Coco Chanel was the French. Is she French? She was out here. Coco Chanel was out here in these streets with Count Chocula. Oh, man. In these streets. Not Coco Chanel sleeping her way with the top. <laughs> oh, so Coco Chanel was a 304. Is that what we're saying out here? Count Chocula was banging Coco Chanel. I'm trying to help y'all ninjas. Trying to help y'all understand. I know it. She has sugar baby history. Yeah. Yeah. I love rich men. Hey, I ain't mad at her. Man. All right. Oh, I got some more. How does she end up being a part of the show right here? Here we go. Once told me I couldn't run away from my problems. So I took a jet instead. It was all fun and games until I almost died on this jet. Terrain. Terrain. Pull up. That's crazy to Pull see it up. from up here. In my defense, this is all I could see from outside my window. This experience was more terrifying than the idea of falling in love with a broke man. Of course I was fine. I'm a bad bitch. You can't kill me. After my sugar daddy went to go pick me up in a Lamborghini, I told that sweaty, balding man to ice me out. Unfortunately, old people don't know what that means, so he took me snowmobiling to literally ice me out. Ugh, I swear. I'm putting him in a nursing home the first chance I get. We snowmobiled all the way to the top of this mountain. As you could see, I was very happy to be at the top. This was the first time I ever experienced a climax with a man. Yeah. Well, some of it is true. Um, brothers, you better help yourself. Help yourself. Help yourself. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, last one here. Last one. We have this woman here. Of course, the internet is undefeated. This woman here, it says, uh, anyone else done with games looking for a husband is not for the weak. Disclaimer, this is just for fun. Okay, all right, let's go for it. Oh. All right, there's music here. All right, so this woman here, uh, Millie Mouth Muskrat, is hanging pictures and posting on double R's and in a very expensive area, I don't know what area this is. I can't identify it. But she's posting on boards looking for a husband. DM me. DM me. DM me. Uh, so she, look, and you know she's expensive. She says she's just joking. I'm doing this for fun. And she has a QR code. I wonder what the QR code. She has a QR code 
and she's pasting this around very expensive air. And there's a guy with a suit. Oh, man. Yeah, it's a skit. And look at that ninja. Oh, man. Looking for a rich husband, man. I think she's starving. Yeah, that brother's starving. Yeah, anything for attention, guys. Anything for attention. All right. All right. That's enough of that. I think we're off to the main event. Oh, we're not. Uh, yeah, we're getting closer. Uh, by the way, this video just came out. This is remember when um, when re remember when Charleston White had that interview with Brittany Renner and there was a meltdown. Okay, remember this video. This was a viral sensation. Everybody kind of went viral for reporting on this. It was when Brittany Renner threw some water at somebody and she went nuts. Well, apparently, this podcast has pulled some additional footage that they did not release in this viral video because remember she was so-called twerking on charleston white but apparently there's more twerking that was actually then was actually released let's take it to the video here we go um you guys look like you had some fun when you were on a podcast together yeah, we, did. Uh, we had so much fun uh we can't even show the clips after the podcast so it's a lot so you can't hear Charleston White says, we had so much fun, we couldn't even show you the clips. So you know these podcasts are somewhat, they're acting and they're remaining in character. But this is the clips that they could not put on, I guess, on the original one. So they went viral. Here we go. A lot of the scenes on the Danza Project. Uh, we, we can't show uh, my wife. Probably. I'm in my yeah, yeah, I'm in trouble. She had her feet out. Oh, man. That's pretty intimate right there. Now, remember, we didn't see all of this in the clips. We saw them just having a confrontation. But, mm. Look at this. Oh, my God. Mike. Look, oh no. Oh, she a demon. Oh, she putting she putting that Badusi on him. She putting it on him. Take a look. That's more than a lap dance, ladies and gentlemen. I seen her feet. Oh, wait a minute. Oh no. Yeah. Oh, is that a kiss? That definitely was a kiss. He kissed that skeezer. So that is the mulatto, Brittany Renner. Oh, no. Oh, that's a kiss. Oh, my goodness. He's straddling that ninja salami. Oh, man. Uh, we do have a special appearance uh, in today's show before we do the main event. Um, he's making his 50th appearance on today's uh, on on uh, today on the CGA show. Will Clap is here uh, right now. Will Clap, and I don't think she had her panties on. I don't think she had her panties on. Wowzers, the internet is something else. <laughs> she definitely put her stuff out there. Ninja snail trail everywhere. <sighs> All right. All right, let me get to these super chats, and then we're almost to the main event. And uh, this is going to be for the good women 
of America here. We're going to show you almost to a thousand likes. Um, here we go right here. What are we doing here? Uh, Sinku Goki says, I think I pronounced it right. I had to pick up my kids at 5 p.m. If I showed up at 5.03, I would call her and she would say, you weren't there at 5, so we left. She put me through hell. That's crazy. That is manipulation. So you were on a three-minute, you didn't have a three-minute grace period, five-minute. It don't matter when you show up. All right, you can show up early or late. These people are on power trip. Power trip. So the father shows up to pick up the kids. He's not there at five, so she's going to leave. This is crazy. This is crazy, man. Shout out to Chairman Mo says she had a tour date in Doo Dubai to be confirmed. This makes you consider the morality of stoning. Wow. All right. So anyway. Yes, that is it. It's a, it's a cold, cold world out here. <laughs> All right. Did I get the brother said laughing about con ch- count chocula? It's tough out here, but by the way, this kind of leads you credence. It's le- it lends credence to the idea that women are not naturally monogamous. They're not naturally monogamous. I've been saying that for a long time. I've been trying to tell you, and uh, even the feminist talking point, somebody says, of controlling women's behavior and desires, uh, shaming them. They've been fighting this for years. The odd time is they're also fighting about being abused uh, sexually through a variety of means by powerful men. So it's really a quagmire for men. Uh, This is definitely Marxism to a greater extent. Because um, Marxism is to create confusion. Like one of the tactics that they use is to make everything confusing. And then what we do is then we argue it. And uh, we argue from the point of feminism and relationships. So our argument is there. But the Marxist ideology for what I call subversive tactics is to erode the, the culture from within and get us fighting over it. And they do a great job of it. Yeah, order through... So what they'll do is... They'll get people talking about transgenders. Uh, They'll get people talking about uh, should a bakery bake a wedding cake for gays. Um, They'll they'll get you debating whether um, people should be doing dance. You know uh, what do they call them? The trans the 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 um, what do they call them? Drag queen drag queen story hour. All right, they'll get you arguing about that. They'll get you arguing about Donald Trump and if he's um, orange man bad. They'll get you arguing about Joe Biden. They'll have a great divide. And everybody will be at each other's neck. Uh, they'll get you talk. Black Lives Matter is a certified, admitted Marxist movement to create chaos through a statement. Right? So the statement of Black Lives Matter creates a quagmire. And it caused people quite a confusion, right? Because any other civil rights movement would have had a location, the SCLC. Um, you would have had the Black Panther Party for Self-Defense. Um, you would have had the Nation of Islam uh, with the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, which was, you know, was a somewhat of a quagmire because it had people converting religions, even though sometimes the uh, Muslims in the Middle East did not support it for, for a great part of time. But the confusion about Black Lives Matter was the statement itself, which then created confusion for blacks that didn't agree with Black Lives Matter. Because you would say, I don't agree with Black Lives Matter. The, the, um... The, the organization. But then they'll get you saying what you don't think black lives matter. And then you're going, oh, yeah, no, 
I think it does. No, I, I believe Black Lives Matter. I just don't support the organization. No, it's one and the same. It's the same. The statement and the organization. You see what type of chaos that creates? So it's a divide and conquer. So if you're not black and you say, I like Black Lives Matter, right? You're somewhat on the winning side, even in the confusion. But if you're not black and you say, I don't like that organization, Black Lives Matter, then they can get you again with a double whammy and say, oh, you, you're racist. You're like, no, no, the, the organization, them three ladies over there, Patrice Cullors and all of them. I don't like them. Well, you don't like, like you see that deception? That's a Marxist tactic. And they're they're an admitted Marxist organization. And that statement was not an accident. That's not an accident. It was purposely created to create that quagmire. And then you create division, even when you agree, you are, even when you agree or partially agree, you create confusion, and then that's how you get people to be in order, or that, that's how you get the great divide. Yeah, it's semantics gaslighting. I don't know if you know anything of these agendas always has a gaslighting. They can always gaslight you, and then when you play their game, they don't allow it. That's another confusive, a confusion uh, tactic. For instance, if they say there's other genders, well, there's other genders. These people identify as this and this and that, and they'll keep playing the game, until you give in and you'll say, okay, well, I identify as a 14-year-old uh, a, a uh, student. Like, you'll go say something stupid. You'll say, I'll identify as a 14-year-old male and I'll play basketball at this high school. Oh, you can't do that. They'll eventually call you out when you play their game and take it to an extreme, which is not really an extreme compared to the extreme that they're trying to push over on you. They're trying to bring a grand extreme over in you where they're trying to change a person's gender in front of you. And you're like, that's extreme. And then you'll say, okay, I identify as a 14-year-old boy so I can date 14-year-old girls. Just as a, and they'll be like, no, you can't do that. And you're like, that's more feasible. That's, that's more feasible than what you're trying to pull over on me. And they'll call you out, right? And they'll gaslight you and they'll call you crazy. Oh, okay, I identify as an 83-year-old man. You can't do that. And you're like, that's literally what y'all doing. <laughs> you say, I identify as a tiger, a dinosaur, a dog, whatever it is, they'll call you out on the ridiculousness of what you're trying to do. Meanwhile, doing ridiculousness. I mean, I swear to God, listen, that is Marxism. If you've never seen it, these are, these are not by accident. This is not by, this is by design. And then you, you do this, you do this, um, you do this for 70, 80, 100 years, then you can defeat a, even a great country. You defeat a powerful country militarily because you've already messed up. You've already got everybody at each other's neck. Right? It is, it's, it's, a, it's a mess. But uh, you guys got to understand, you guys got to understand that this is a strategic philosophy that has been introduced into us and it's been played on us for a long time, long time. Even the COVID thing was a whole straight up psyops. And the fact that there was like complete misunderstanding on something somewhat simple. But it created this such a fervor of gaslighting, manipulation, confusing. No matter what side you were on, you felt like you were being attacked. And there was a side that thought they were right. Both sides thought they were right, which you would say, well, how can this be possible? 
and both sides were and, and there was a flip-flop of sides which was crazy so there was a side that said we support the vaccine and donald trump was saying yeah vaccine and then the same people who were later for the vaccine were against it until the parties flipped office wild so then when biden got into the office the same people that said i would never take trump's vaccine was taking the vaccine like crazy and telling you you were crazy for not taking it right that's how you that's how you that's how you kill a nation that's how you that's how what we call subversion from within you don't need a military to come tear you up you don't need any bombs you don't need any front lines oh another subversion another tactic Another my another tactic, the border, the border, close the border. Okay, Donald Trump closed the border. Okay, he's a racist. Okay, so he says, well, I'm not a racist. The border's dangerous. They have criminals coming across. That's racist. Okay, then the other side says we got to open the border up so these poor Mexicans can come across because they only want a life in America. Meanwhile, the cartel's running the border. Pretty obvious. So they get in, they open the border, mass sweep. So now you can't say close it or you're a racist. It is like, (laughs) this is a tactic. There's so many examples of this in our culture that um, is creating a very much a mentally ill culture. And we're always distracted by these things. And so there's a lot of gaslighting manipulation. By the way, again, if you study what the Marxism and the people who want to kind of erode at what you would call capitalism, which is capitalism is their enemy. It's not necessarily democracy or republic. It is the capitalism that they don't like, which there's a great reason to not like it for sure. But there's great benefits to it as well. And there's great reasons to not like socialism and to like it as well. But this is all really great. Just just tactics that are eroding your capacity. You really have to stay, you have to really stay sane during these times. Because they're creating these things and this has all been written. This has all been studied. Uh, soci- academia is corrupted in, in a sense from one side. They're overwhelmingly going to be more communist Marxist, um, liberal. Then you have other side that are certainly more what you would call um, conservative, if you will, traditional and capitalist, which they are non-empathetic, racist. That's what they've been. That's the, that's what they've been identified with. And then these people over here, are somewhat, uh, even liberalism to excel. Liberalism is an introduction of of chaos. It's a. It's. It was a. I mean, the very term itself was to introduce chaos. If you say you're a liberal, it was to introduce some sort of progressivism that changes the culture. You basically are changing the culture, and it starts with, um, as for an example, um, the hippies, the flower child, uh, the hippies, free love. Uh, that was to create kind of a chaos to the traditional society. The hippies were kind of the introduction to that group. And then it went down the line. Women's liberation followed that. Uh, Birth control kind of went along with that. Then early terminations of pregnancy. Civil rights movement was an introduction into the erosion of the traditional society. Civil rights movement was, for sure. I know blacks are going to go crazy. 
but some of these civil rights movements were Marxist and trained or, or at least associated with communists, for sure. It's without a doubt. Without a doubt. Uh, the civil rights movement was to create chaos, uh, and it was the liberal media put their cameras. It wasn't until the liberal media, a.k.a. the Yankees, the carpetbaggers, came from the north down into the south to, to their credit, shine light on some uh, Jim Crow South and some very dastardly things that were done due to the failure of Reconstruction. Uh, the Yankees came down, the liberal media came down, shined the light on that um, what was going on to blacks in that America, but they used that not for the benefit of the blacks, okay? They used it for the benefit of the other people that were going to benefit off the plights of the blacks, right? So we, we get civil rights for the blacks. We get civil rights for everybody, women, you-know-whos, gay people, and so forth and so on. So um, anyway, then... Then you had after that, after that, the civil rights movement led to the decay of the black communities and single parenthood. The promotion of the single mother. That was right off the heels of the civil rights movement and the civil rights acts. Feminism. Feminism used the black woman as their way to spread uh, feminism. They used the black community as ground zero for this and that destroyed the black community and the black community is a microcosm of the greater society. If you destroy the black community, you destroy America at large for the most part because everybody follows the cultural icons, which are the blacks, right? Black people. So you, you destroy that culture. You destroy the other women because they're influenced by black women. And I always have even on the plantation days. So in this situation here, now you got, a chaotic society with an independent black woman and all the other women are like, I want to be independent too. I want to be a single mother too. I don't want to have to need no man too. Then that leads to what? That leads to daddy government intervention. Somewhat of a socialism ideology of where we give resources, taxpayer money to these people because they need help. Then it opens up the door to gangster rap, crack cocaine, Um, this is a very, very, very long-term erosion of American culture. And now we have the promotion of itself, uh, according to some women saying the promotion of turning women into prostitutes, uh, sex workers, accepting of sex workers as real work. Sex work is real work. So it's not like it's one thing. It's a whole bunch of things. Then it's gay marriage then it's transgenderism. You, you can't have one without the other. You got to have a lockstep line. Okay, we'll do gay marriage. Okay, what's the big deal? Okay, okay, okay. And then 15 years later, then it's transgender. <laughs> like You're just like, it, it, they never stop. It's a, always a push for the next thing. And they have this shit. I'm, I'm convinced people have it planned out to the point where you're going to be not eating meat. Yeah, it's, then it's the uh, climate control. They're always on your neck. They always on your neck. <laughs> this, they always did this climate control. Then you give up uh, gas power vehicles and then you're driving electric cars and then you're eating bugs and you're giving up steak and you're not even, you're not breathing anymore. I mean, they, they always on your neck. <laughs> this, I, I call it organized confusion. I don't think none of this is by accident. I'm that crazy. 
I don't think none of this is by accident. I think this is organized chaos. This is just my opinion. And if you don't see me tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. And so the people who want to kind of, if you say people orchestrating it, they don't have to be alive to see this into fruition. All, all they got to do is start the, we didn't start the fire. All they got to do is start it. And guys, we just fall, fall in line because sociology wise, they've already predicted. Let, let me go a little deeper. They've already predicted these outcomes on a timeline. They. But it gets even worse. They've already done this. They. In other countries. Other countries have already experienced this. They've already been successfully able to do this in other countries. Like other countries have already. They, they've already seen it. They have went to this country and did it. And that country and did it. They held their elections. Assassinated. They've already done these things. And moved all the strings. Now they just got to do it to the great empire. And they get control. And much of the control comes from <laughs> much of the control comes from the fact that we don't even have let me just say this. What's the right thing to do? Can somebody try this? What is the right thing? If somebody gave you 10 things to identify as the right team thing to do, what's the right team thing to do? Just the right thing. What's the right thing? I bet you we would not come up with the same list. We, we, we would not come up with the same list. Okay, what's the right thing to do with marriage? We would already be off. What's the right thing to do with women's rights? Gone, <laughs> right? What's the right thing to do with gay, the, the LBGT or the LGBT? We're already off. We're already in disagreement. What's the right thing to do during COVID? What's the right thing to do uh, with the border? What's the right thing to do with voting in the president? What's the right thing to do? <laughs> <laughs> We'd never agree on anything, which is somewhat problematic, extremely problematic. Now, having it one way is also a problem as well, but that's extremely problematic. So it's a really, really, somebody says, keep the laws of God. That would be where, where people have done it, but that's all gone too. In fact, if you look at where the church is, church is almost to the point where, oh, by the way, didn't the Pope just recently come out? and say that he's for gay marriage? Yeah, I mean, I mean, listen, if you're against it, or you're somehow following the orders of the Lord, but your pope has come out as the first pope to identify and support that, like, hey, man, I, I ain't here to save this shit. Yeah, I mean, this is somewhat where now we're just under confusion. We're, we just can't get on the same page. So we either either fall in line with the new way of doing things, which is the progressive way, or you fight to hold on to the old standards. I don't know. But I know what's happening. I can see what's happening, but I just don't know. I don't know what to, I don't know where, I know where I stand on me. I just don't understand what we do as a collective. Because once we start saying we should do this, guys, there's 50 different issues that we're already divided on. And this one also, this makes marriage almost impossible. This makes marriage almost impossible 
Um, so let's go back to what I'm talking about instead of what they talking about. New, 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 new world order. This makes marriage almost impossible. Let me just tell you from this point of view. If I met a woman today, I'm in my late 40s. If I met a woman today and I wanted to marry her, do you realize the chaos? You realize how many things we would have to have in agreement, equally yoked, in agreement so that our house doesn't end in turmoil. We have to agree on child rearing. And let's just say I was 15 years younger. You know how much shit that we would have to agree on on a daily basis? without imploding our entire relationship and ending up on the Facebook argument, it would be difficult. It would be difficult for me to even, li- for, to even live with a person. That's crazy. So where, where, would, where would you even start? That's if you're just awake and aware. But if you're not and you're just a guy that just doesn't care and you just want your wife to touch your peen two, that, two times a month, well, then you won't care about any of these things, but you will find that your home will be unmanageable. You won't have any power in your home. Now, all of a sudden, you'll be ca- talking about partners, and you'll be talking about having partner uh, retreats, and like you'll be a complete weak link. So why, oh, toxic masculinity is one of those issues as well that has been introduced into the culture uh, to create a divide. Toxic masculinity, that is genius. That is absolute genius because then you have a you have a problem. Okay, what is toxic masculinity? <laughs> Some of the earlier definitions of toxic masculinity was approaching women. Approaching women in public. That was a that was one of the earliest definitions of that was where they were trying to get into the masses. Right? That's a cleverly crafted thing. Okay, uh masculinity's toxic. Okay, uh no. And then yes, at the same time. That is clever. That's similar to Black Lives Matter. That is clever to make you discuss something that is obviously a necessity, but now we have to create a toxic culture around it. The way they started that was manspreading and mansplaining and mandals and mercies. They got it to where it was comical. Then it was now let's discuss it and create definitions around this toxicity. Uh, Mental health is another one. Because it doesn't say much. It's kind of like Black Lives Matter. Mental health is a great one. It's a great example of do you support it or not. Um, Obviously, if you're on the site, well, mental health is a psyops. You're automatically the bad guy. Okay, I support mental health. Oh, what is it? Oh, okay, you got to do all this and do all that. You know, it's a road that leads to nowhere. Uh, People make excuses about it. Uh, nobody will ever really be supportive or empathetic of the next person other than if you support. It is wild. It's maddening. I look at it as that's a, you're, it's a quagmire. You either have to come out against it, and you're going to be against a whole bunch of people here when you come out against it, all right, because they're going to call you crazy. What? You don't care and empathize? You're heartless. You're cold. You're part of the problem. <laughs> What do you do? You go with it. Okay, I can't beat them. I'll join them. And you just go with it. And you just go with it, and you're scared to counteract it. You're scared to go against it. And then you go with it, and then you go down the shame spiral. You go down the spiral of now you're not working. You're sitting there trying to get diagnosed. It's a tough one. 
These are all tough ones and the toughest men out here. Because you have to agree that there's something wrong with you. That's what you're doing. Whether you like it or not. No, 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 no. Just because you're getting therapy doesn't mean something's wrong with you unless you're using your insurance and then they'll diagnose you. So if you're a man of uh, that will stand up and grab your nuts, cuff your balls, and make a statement against kind of where things are going, where you say, okay, I draw the line here, you're toxic. They got you cornered. You're toxic. They need to shadow ban you, censor you. I, you're censoring me for taking a stand, right? All I did was take a stand opposite of what you guys were willing to let go. I, my, my stance is not toxic. I just disagree. That's a cold world to be in. That's a cold-ass world that you get censored and shadow banned and you get those social media, your social credit score goes down, you get deplatformed, banned. <laughs> You're like, I just cuffed my nuts. I literally said, nah, I don't think so. It's a it's a tough world to be in. Uh, by the way, I don't think we've had this type of world to be in on these things. We certainly had these things before. Um, but today they're quick to label you like ever, never before. We didn't have the quick labeling. You say things. Oh, you're a misogynist. You say things. Oh, you're a phobist. You're a ist. You're a ism. Just you just open your mouth and say one thing. Boom, and they got you. So tough situation here. I know you guys don't want to hear this, but now I know. Now I know what you want to hear. I know what you want to hear. I know what you came for. I know you want to see it. All right. How easily you are entertained here. All right. Mickey Mouse ass ninjas. Okay. Low attention span ninjas. What is it right here? The good women. Where do you find good women? I'm going to tell you five places to find good women. But first, I want to highlight this sister right here. This sister, uh, somebody has shared these videos with me. I actually uh, called this to her, her attention. Her name is the Ariel B. And, of course, she's a, she's a single mother, surviving single motherhood. Okay? If you're against single mothers, they cancel you. You're like, I don't like the fact that they're single mothers. Okay, cancel. All right, but here's the woman there. She's uh, putting her kids to work here teaching, teaching. Electricity. What do you think, Haley? 200 with all four of us in there like 900 so for electricity let's go ahead and write 650 dollars a month outskirts where we're on septic water is zero we're doing in city show of hands for in city we're doing outskirts no water bill that's three we're doing outskirts so water bill is zero it's cheaper too we live we have spectrum bundled together for 200 dollars a month the last column all right and so what she's doing is kind of teaching some things that i say you know, parents don't teach, which is uh, survival tactics, organization, budgeting, uh, amortization schedules, and real education. This woman's at least doing a great job of displaying that she has the ability to educate her kids outside of the educational system, not using the educational system as a sole place to educate your children. So at least she's taking the step. I, I know this is very tough to do, and especially when you have adolescents and young people, it's hard to get them to sit down and do stuff like this. So I will give her credit uh, for doing this because we're talking about the good women, the good women. And more parents, if not all, should be doing this. This is why we have financial ignorance and illiteracy and illiteracy at a great, uh, great levels here. 
Uh, speaking of the good women here, uh, these are two Christian women. Uh, by the way, I got it wrong. Apparently, there are two women on this podcast. Remember, I said, I think she's talking to herself in ad-libbing. I might be wrong, and I might be right at the same time. Both of these women look the same, and they look more or less uh, like, uh, you know, um, I guess good women. They're they're modestly dressed. Doesn't mean they've been always doing this. I think she's going to admit that. But she has this to say about women want to be led spiritually. Oh, no. Women want to be led spiritually. This is obviously a tough predicament for men, but let's go ahead. Uh, where's the volume? Give me the volume. My number one thing. Somebody asked, do you guys know why you're single? And I'll speak for myself. I know exactly why I'm single because I've never dated a guy that God would have approved for me. Not to say, let me clarify and say that I've actually only dated great men, good people to their core, the but never somebody who's further along in their faith than I am. Yeah. And I know without a shadow of I'm confused. Is this the same woman or two different women? The doubt that the person God has for me is like so far along in their faith than I am. And I have such a desire, like a true a yearning to be led spiritually. I just want to sit and look up at a man talking to me about theology and I'll be so happy you know what I mean and so I there's always been unfortunately not in like an insulting way but there's like a there's a level of respect that I'll have for the person that I'm with when that's the case and I've never experienced that oh <laughs> in these streets all right so this is this is a woman here let me just give you here is this the same girl I think she's I think she's fooling me with this. Maybe they're sisters. You know what? I can look it up real quick. I can look it up because I'm convinced this is the same woman. But it says, girl, okay, I can't say what it is because I'm not going to promote them. And, okay, there's two women here. There's definitely two women. And they're two different women. They're not related, but they definitely look like clones. Yeah. Oh, flatback heaven. Hello. Make you change gods. All right. I don't trust these women, man. Satan was a beautiful woman. Right, and they had some nips and tucks, nips and tucks around the facial area. All right, but here's what we're doing here. Uh, these women are saying, uh, um, "This is is this a, is this the great grift? Are they grifting?" I just want to be led spiritual by a spiritual man. I'll be so happy. Oh my lord, I'm not happy. <laughs> don't don't fall for this, man. This is tomfoolery, but I at least give it to them. And good luck with their walking God. And thank God that uh, I would love to know the history of these two women here. Uh, let's see here. Who, who are these women? Who are these women? All right. They pushing God. Don't let me get on a Instagram. Girls gone Bible. <laughs> Girls gone Bible. <laughs> All right, I'll give it to him, man. All right, and so she said she was on the carousel. Well, she said. <laughs> all right, she said she was on the. She didn't date men that God would approve of, but she wants to be led spiritually. She just wants to have a revival, and she wants to have worship and wants a spiritual man to lead her, and she'll just be happy. Sounds good on paper. I think I might sign up for a day or two. I might sign up for a day or two. Give me a give me a shot. Let me at her. Let me at her. Show me the old you, Bill. I want the old you. Don't show me the new you. You know what it is? My number one thing. 
Somebody asked, do you guys know why you're single? And I'll speak for myself. I know exactly why I'm single because I've never dated a guy <laughs> that God would have approved for me. So they didn't repackage that punani. They didn't repackage these. These aren't God-fearing women that have been following in the Lord's name. and But they sins are all washed away. They've been redeemed. They've been delivered. They've been delivered. All right. And she said it with a smile. All right. I haven't been. <laughs> you know, I haven't. <laughs> Not to say, let me clarify and say that I've actually only dated great men. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good people to their core, but never somebody who's further along in their faith than I am. Oh, OK. I, I'm supposed to keep up with your faith. All right. I'm supposed I'm supposed to have some money, too. Yeah. And I know without a shadow of a doubt that the person God has for me is like so far along in their faith than I am. And I have such a desire, like a true a yearning. Oh, my Lord. Did you, she trying to suck y'all in? Yeah, that brother's starving. She trying to suck her you in. All right. She trying to suck you in. Ninja. She, all, she had me in the first half. To be led spiritually. I just want to sit. And Sit. look up at a man talking to me about theology. Oh, my Lord. Man. And this woman even sniggling at her. I would not trust these women as far as I could throw them, just to be honest, just to let you know. Oh, yes, he has to be six feet tall, though. He has to be standing up there six feet tall. <laughs> and he has to be standing up there and have money. He also has to be standing up there and be handsome. Henry Cavill with a Bible. <laughs> Henry Cavill with a Bible. I just want to sit here and watch this great man with ripped abs and, and, and oily muscles. And a double R in the gar garage. And that understands my lifestyle and to be led spiritually. Yes, 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 yes. And I'll be so happy. Oh, no. Oh, man. I'm not happy. <laughs> You know what I mean? And so I, there's always been, unfortunately, not in like an insulting way, but there's like a there's a level of respect that I'll have for the person that I'm with when that's the case. And I've never experienced that. Uh, how do you wait a minute? You're saying you're going to have a level of respect. Uh, come to my church, ladies. Come to my church. Both of y'all. I got the church. It's called barbecue. It's barbecue in there. So how would you know? When you when you have it, will you experience? How do you know? How do you know? You said you're going to be so happy. How do you know when he shows up? What if he shows up and he's 50 years old and balding? <clears throat> what if he's black? Bishop Thundercock, are you holding your virginity out? Because I'm definitely not sticking around for that. Hell no. I'm just letting you know that. No. All right. He's got to be a high-value Christian man. <laughs> a high-value Christian man. But shout-out to those women. Good try out there. You had me in the first half. Who believes that woman? Who believes that woman? <laughs> All right, she got a lot of subscribers, too. Thirsty Ninja, she leading them to the Lord. She going to be leading them to the Lord out here. Both of these girls. When did they start? Seven months ago. They done surpassed me in subscribers on my second channel. Ninjas is thirsty, at least. At least. Uh, anyway. No, he's not going to be a black man. They, they ain't going for black men. All right, black men, you get this. 
Black man, this is who you get right there. Right there. Oh, humanity. You're not getting those girls. Nope. You're not getting those girls. All right, so anyway. Let's get to the good women. Five places, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get to it. Five places. Five places to meet good women. All right, you guys ready? Take notes on this one. And yes, you can hear this one right here. (laughs) And uh, these are not in any particular order, but uh, we cherish the good women in our society. I know we always show the thoughts and the skeezers and the women that are out here in these streets, the women that don't want to work because they sexy. Why do I have to work? I am sexy. I am sexy. But here you go, gentlemen. Take notes on where to find five places to find good women. Uh, Number one. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. I, I, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. I, 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 I won't. Okay. New world order. All right. Um, what were we talking about? Uh, what were we talking about? <laughs> All right. No, no, no. I'm serious. I'm serious. I'm serious. All right. I got it. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> five places. Five places to find good women. <laughs> All right, anyway, number one, place number one in the past. Place number one in the past, okay? That's the first place you want to go. If your ass want to get a time machine, all right, go get a time machine. Go find somewhere to go. Go find a goddamn skyrocket or somewhere. Uh, but they all in the past, all right? I'm going to just let you know right now. They ain't in the current time. So if you want to zoom to back to the to the past, <laughs> they over there, go find Doc Brown, get in the DeLorean, get the flux capacitor. But the first place you find a good woman is in the past. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. That's the first place you find one. All right, you got it? Uh, Number two. The next place you find them in books, in books, go get a book, open up a book, start reading and read about all the good women that came before you that we didn't celebrate it. And we don't even know they was out here hoeing in a book. Go get you a book and read about all the good women in the past. Number three in a movie. If you want to find you a good woman, go get in the movie. Go get in the movie industry. Go get into acting. Read a script. And so forth and so on. You'd find them right there. Number four, in a marriage. 
Because if she ain't married and saying she good, well, then a lot of people then missed out on her. And half of them going to come out out here in these streets, okay? But most good women by the age of 25 are married. They ain't out here single. <laughs> they ain't out here on the carousel. They ain't out here on the whole phase. They ain't out here choosing bad ninjas. They ain't out here single mama. They ain't out here 40 years old and up. They married. Number five, is that number five? Two generations behind you. Two generations behind you. So if you 40, yo, yo, yo girls are not are two generations behind you. <laughs> right? So they're not the women that you know. You're 40 years old, been divorced. Trust me. Trust me. The women that, that are in your generation or the previous one or the one behind yours, those aren't your women. Go back and look two generations behind you, and that's where they at. <laughs> that's where they at. They somewhere playing with my little ponies and shit like that. They'll catch, they'll catch up with you at some particular point. You got to catch their ass hot off the grills, hot off the presses. Do not let too much time pass by or to let them be influenced. Last one. They with the Undertaker. Somewhere in the past. <laughs> All right. They with the Undertaker. All right. They not here no more. Nana and all them, Big Mama and all them, they dead. So if you wanted to know where they was at, <laughs> that's where they at. So let's repeat. Let's repeat. You want to find a good woman. Five places to find them in the past. In books, in the movies, three generations, two generations behind you and with the undertaker and in marriages, but just give it some time. They'll be out here or with the rest of the bad ones. There it is right there. Don't ever say I ain't never gave y'all some positivity. If you holding out for hope and gentlemen, if you're not 20 years old and you're holding out for hope and you're a 30, 35 year old guy, you be, you better go back two generations of behind. All right. Do not pick up no women in your age group. You're rolling the dice for real. You're rolling the dice for real. And I hope you guys learned something here. Shout out to all the good women in the world. We love you. We love you. Um, but it's a tough time today. It's a tough time. Uh, somebody said, I'm disappointed. You thought, where? What, what did you want me to say? You wanted me to say Columbia? <laughs> All the ninjas then corrupted the Colombian women. By the way, Colombian women are probably Venezuelan women that had left when Venezuela eroded, and them women then came over. By the way, if you wanted to know this, I'm going to show you real quick. Let me see here. I'm going to see there. Man. Uh, let's see here. Uh, the passport bros, they already got all the good ones. <laughs> Just so you know, the passport bros got all the good ones. Uh, here we go right here. I'll show you two clips just so you know. Ninja wanted me to say Columbia, Medellin. Too late. <laughs> it's too late, Ninja. They, the, the good one's already gone. Uh, here it is right here. Now.
Here it is. To the latest on the crisis in Venezuela, where local tents Cody Weddle continues reporting from the border with Colombia. That's where thousands of Venezuelan refugees are now living on the streets without money to move on and struggling to find work. And as Cody reports, some former professionals are now turning to prostitution as a last resort. The massive arrival of Venezuelans has transformed the local economies of border towns like this one. But that's especially true about the economy of sex. A drive at night through the border town of Cucuta reveals that like in many economic sectors here, this area is full of workers but short on work. On almost every corner, sex workers gather. According to three of them we spoke to, almost all of the girls working these streets are Venezuelans. Oh, oh, they didn't tell you that part, did they? They didn't tell you that part. CGA told you, by the way, they're going to like, well, that was on the border town over there. Ninja, they got, they got, they got buses. They got, they got them scooters. <laughs> they got scooters. Here we go right here. Uh, they coming to Texas too. Uh, hold up. Fair use, fair use. From Valencia. Here we go. Fair use. Curtis. Can you tell me where are you from? Puedes decirme de dónde eres? De Valencia. From Valencia, uh, Car Carabobo State. Okay, it is uh, in the center of Venezuela. And it's in the center of Venezuela, right? Okay. Why did you come here? Por, por qué te viniste para acá? Por la, por hambre. For, for uh, starving, hunger, okay? Yo vine para acá porque mi familia... Okay, I came here because in my family we are nine brothers, we're nine uh, uh, brothers and sisters, and and all of them are starving. You had no food to eat. You had a little food to eat. Okay, tenías poca comida para comer o no tenías nada de comida para comer. ¿Qué tenían para comer? Allá iba a trabajar en una panadería y lo que comíamos era lo que mi mamá podía sacar de ahí my mother used to work in a bakery so all we could eat it was what she could get from the bakery in the night to to home and apart from that only roots like yuca as i told you before and uh, also some uh, chicken chicken rice that see, this is a, a kind of rice for any no allá comíamos a little food. On the streets. Oh, man. She said on the streets. Oh, she living up. In the streets. Damn. But very little. Okay. Where are you living now? On the streets. In the streets. Hey, man, this is real, man. And by the way, I think she's, <clears throat> I think she's under 16. I was trying to get to that part, but I don't remember. Yeah, she she's under she's under eighteen for sure. Right, right here, uh, right here. Okay, yes, right here. around here, anywhere. Okay. You you sleep under a tree. You sleep in a. T a rented room per day. Okay, we we don't like doing this, but we have to sell our body, okay? 
We, ha we have to sell our body, but we don't like doing this. Okay. ¿Qué más? ¿Qué otra cosa has hecho por dinero? Okay, only that we have done here uh, in order to make money. So, would you like to talk about the the experience? Uh, if she has had any. Uh, how does that make you feel? Okay, ¿cómo te hace how does it make you feel? Oh, Jesus. Uh, honestly and actually, I feel bad. But in an, in on the other side, I feel good knowing that I'm sending some money to my family. And they All right, let me see here. No, I'm, I'm here alone, alone. She's my family is in Venezuela. Todos están en Venezuela, okay? No, all, the rest of them are in Venezuela. All right, so she's there alone. Oh, man, what a world, man. Good Lord, have mercy. So everybody else is in Venezuela. She's in Colombia. And this isn't what the guys in Colombia are talking about. I'm just showing you that their cities and states are very close. And you might be interacting with a, a runaway Venezuelan, not a woman from Colombia. Uh, I, I am trying to find her age here, but she's under 18 for sure. I'm, I'm, I'm the only one here. And has has this situation been insegura? All of the girl, the Venezuelan girls who are doing this here, they support one another. Okay, so because they are Venezuelan, so they they help one another. Okay. So there, there are many Venezuelan girls here at La Parada doing this. who are selling their yeah. bodies. Okay, hay, hay muchas más chicas haciendo lo mismo acá en La Parada. Sí. A lot. A lot. A lot. A lot. A lot. So again, that's that's what I was saying about Venezuelan. Uh, when you go to Colombia, you might be messing with a Venezuelan uh, woman. You might be. And she might even say, I'm from Colombia. And she's not. She's from. You guys won't know it, though. You won't know the difference. But Venezuela broke down about five years ago, if not. Yeah, about five years ago. And so they'll come over there, speak Spanish, and they'll say they're from Colombia, but they're not. They're they're from Venezuela. And uh, I don't know who this guy is, but he. I don't know if this the pimp or whatever. A lot. How, how, many, how many? How many? Quantas? How many? How many? How many? How many? How many? How all the girls I know do that. All the girls I know coming from Venezuela. All the girls I know. Today we haven't done any money and we haven't eaten anything today. So we are America or the world. I'm trying to skip ahead to see what her We are thankful for all the help you have you help you have sent. Yeah, Americans. Uh, I think she's in the cash app. Working here. Okay, okay. Que si no te importaría decirnos tu edad, qué edad tienes y qué edad tiene la mayoría de las chicas que hacen esto. Qué edad tienes tú? Okay, she's seventeen. Seventeen. That's what it was. Seventeen. I knew. I knew it was. I knew it was young. Seventeen. All right. So let me see here. Okay, okay. Que si no te importaría decirnos tu edad, qué edad tienes y qué edad tiene la mayoría de las chicas que hacen esto. Qué edad tienes tú? Okay, she's seventeen. She's and 17. What about most of the girls who are like what okay. what age range? Okay, ¿qué edad tienen las demás chicas? Las que todas tenemos de 17 en adelante, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. Okay, okay, okay. All of all of them are under around 17, 18, 19, 20. Okay? That's the average. ¿Qué edad tienes tú? All right. Oh, uh, one more situation here, guys. This is happening in America. This is happening in America. We're already here. Like, this is what we're doing here now. 
This is no longer, hey, those poor girls over there. This is happening over here. Let me see here. Right here. This is happening in America now. On a street corner near you, Henry Hines, Figueroa, um, in, um, in, in Seattle. I can't remember the Aurora, Seattle. This is also happening in places in Texas, also in New York. So this is no longer, this is no longer an issue that's happening over there. Um, if you look at the the um, the TV series, I think it's called uh, Soft White Underbelly, which sounds like a nice day at the JUCO. The women that talk that they start on the street, they start at the same age, even younger, even younger. It's happening here. So this is no longer, by the way, let me see this video. This video is three years old. The first video I showed you was five years old, where they were saying the women from Venezuela are coming to Colombia. It was five years old. <clears throat> yep, Queens, New York. Yep, it's ha- San Diego. San Diego. Yep, Queens. Uh, somebody said another one, Bakersfield. It's, this is happening right in front of our face. So, Chicago. So, it's no longer, hey, those women over there, those poor women in Venezuela. This is happening right here in America. And they're opening up for it to happen more and more and more. Uh, and I don't know how many more shows I could tell you about this. So she's in her 20s now. If it was three years ago, she's like 20 or 21. And uh, hopefully she got some food in her belly. Yeah, Las Vegas. I mean, Las Vegas. I, I cannot forget Las Vegas. <laughs> All right, somebody said Las Vegas is classy. Indeed. All right, let me get to these Super Chats, man. What a world we live in, man. What an interesting time to be alive, isn't it? Interesting time to be alive. So, you know, it's good to see what we're doing here. Shout out to, okay. All right, I got, I got these brothers. Thank you for the contributions. This is a great show. It was funny. Bridgeport. Yeah, Bissonnette. Yeah, D.C. There's blades everywhere. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a nightmare what we're going through. Somebody said, what's her cash app? Oh, no. Shout out to Maryland guy says, anyone else here old enough to remember when it was only male and females on job applications? Yeah. Uh, great, great societies are changing right in front of our eyes. And uh, it's not really for us. It's for younger people. It's not really for us. All right, Kaylin says, uh, people will say you're misogynist even when they don't know the actual meaning of the word misogyny or misogyny. I'm a misogynist and so are you, coach. We, we found a clip of two young ladies calling a man a misogynist, and when challenged on the word, they didn't even know what it meant, sadly enough. But again, they don't have to know what it means. right? You don't have to know what it means to call somebody something. All you have to do is repeat what the other people call people. Um, similarly, um, and, and you, 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 you get by. Okay? You could just say that and put two laugh emojis on something, and it does something to people. It triggers people. Right. So you say, oh, who hurt you? Laugh emoji. One, two or three laugh emojis. It is almost as if you're programmed to do that. You have no rebuttal. You have no response, nor oddly enough, we were talking about the chaos. If we want to talk about a little bit more, um, the chaos of empathy. Empathy is used as a weapon. They weaponize empathy. So, so I've always been against kind of this empathy push, all right? I'm always calling shit out early, and I always will take a side. I was like, I don't believe in empathy. Why? Because you weaponize it. When you're the victim, you want me to empathize for you. 
But then I never get empathy as a man. Certainly as a black man. And certainly as a man that has done what was the right thing. And then your empathy does what for me? Nothing. Even in the point where I say I've been victimized and abused. Guess what? There's no empathy. It only works for you. Empathy for thee, but no empathy for me. Because I noticed this. There's no empathy when it comes to me. And uh, I'm certainly not going to show you no empathy if I ain't getting none. So it is just a, oh, you man up. You toughen up. Well, you picked the right one. You uh, you better hurt. hurt. Just do whatever you want. You a deadbeat. Just pay your child support. There's no empathy. There's no empathy for the plight of men and what men are experiencing here. But it's going to be a great backlash. Just you wait against some of these things. But I notice when this empathy comes up, it's almost inevitably for children and women, not for men. Oh, body positivity, another one of these psyops where, no, it doesn't apply to men. And it only applies to women to get high value men to compete for. It's so crazy. These are so many things that we deal with on a daily basis where before we had a standard. Everybody followed the standard. And yes, the standard is rigid. The standard is rigid. And people took advantage of these standards. Right. So, yes, there were some dirty men, some men, corrupted men who took advantage of people living in the standard. But we were less chaotic. Soon as you allow one, you give ninjas an inch, they take a country ass mile. Mm. <laughs> right? So empathy, I'm not going for it because you weaponize it to where I got to be empathetic but never receive it back. Nah. Nah. <laughs> nah. Nah, nah. We colder than a Russian woman. We're colder than a Russian Natasha. We colder than a stranger in Moscow. Oh, body shaming, body shaming, uh, uh, body count, slut shaming. These are all just classic things that have been introduced into our culture to allow women to have basically run rampant. But then if I do it, it's problematic. It's weird. Somebody said, what's a job application? That's true, too. <laughs> what is a job application? I got to do some vlogs of me applying for jobs out here. That'll set the Internet on fire. Shout out to De Niro Tranquello with the co-sponsorship. He says, I started dating again because I enjoy the companionship of women. It just reinforces what we already know. Uh, he says, I have dated all educational levels. They are all broke, hurt, and looking to be saved. Most surprising is how many have uh, the same sex experiences. Same sex. Oh, so they've been with women. Yes. Yes. Uh, for guys who are out here sexually inexperienced, I don't think you can match with women in your generation. All right, so let's say you're 30 or 40. I know somebody said um, it's illegal. I'm not saying you need to be with a person. I'm just saying that's where your women going to be. All right, they're going to come out of that generation. So you don't have to start with them. But yes, um, I've worked on college campuses. Uh, Same-sex uh, experience for college women is quite popular. It's popular. It's common. Not all women do it, though. There's some women that won't do it. But yes, some of them will kiss I kissed a girl and I liked it. And then when that happened, of course, some of these girls freak off on each other. Lily Lint Lickers. <laughs> All right, they do it. Uh, but if you're a guy that's not experienced sexually, how do you match with the woman that has been experienced sexually? That's going to be a tough matchup. I'm going to tell you this right now. Your insecurities are going to be blaring. 
You got to be a very secure man. I think for a woman that has been promiscuous, she needs to match up with a man that has been as promiscuous. Promiscuous. Because you ain't going to do a damn thing in there with that bedroom, bro. You ain't going to do Nathan in there with a woman that's been experienced and you ain't had none. And you get into her and betwixt her legs for the first time. You start petting her. You start asking her, can I touch you? You start caressing her. Do you like this? Is this okay? Can I put my hands on your hip? Can I get inside you? Ooh. Ah. Ooh, 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 ah. Ooh. Ah. Ooh, 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 ah. Roar! Done. Done. <laughs> you start feeling that Putin tang for the first time. It's going to be a mess. And she going to be upset. But she'll, oh, it's okay, huh? It's okay. It happens to a lot of guys. It's all right. <laughs> that five show special going to be wild. You're going to be in there. <laughs> You're going to feel that soft and wet for the first time. You're going to be like, wow. <laughs> You're going to be, wow. Oh, my God. This is what I've been missing on. Oh, my Lord. Roar. <laughs> it's a wrap. You might as well pack it up, homie. <laughs> pack it up. She gone. That woman, you ain't never, ever keeping that woman, man. You ain't never keeping that woman. That woman going to be like, oh, no. Uh, this woman right here. Where's where this woman right here? This woman right here, she going to marry a guy like that. This woman right here, you can see in her eyes. I This woman's not fooling me. I can see that co thousand cocks there right there. Look at this. <laughs> this woman has had her back broken. Look in them eyes. Oh, no, that this sweet young thing. She going to marry some church dude, and he going to be out there, Henry Cavill in a suit with a Bible, and he going to try to please this woman. And he going to feel that Putin tang. She gonna feel that he gonna feel that Putin tank, and it's gonna be eruption. He gonna look into her eyes. It's a wrap. <laughs> this woman has been folded up like a love letter from the second grade, and he gonna since fifteen, and he gonna lay on her body, and he gonna feel them mashed potatoes. He gonna feel that macaroni and cheese. And it's going to be roar in the name of the Lord. Done. It's a wrap. And he going to have waited for months and years. He going to be waited for months. He going to rush her right down the aisle. I need to have it. <laughs> Gonzo. Man, it's going to happen. So this is my thing right here. He said, that's the dude that Barry Riley read for real. I'm looking at this woman, man. I'm just letting you know, brothers. This woman has been folded. This woman is experienced. I can tell in their eyes. This woman's experienced. This woman is not a virgin. <laughs> a virgin. He going to wait. He going he gonna to propose to her in 90 days. Rush her. Grab her arm. In the name of the Lord, rush her right down the aisle. Put a fat ring on it. And he going to get in them guts and start stirring them hips. And that's you.
It's going to be the worst experience in her life. It's okay, honey. She's going to figure out how to put up with this. <laughs> it's going to be. Oh, man. Yeah, man. You can have yeah, the eyes tell everything. That woman, is, this is an experienced woman. She's not. She, this woman has been there and done that. I let her come there and been there and done that to me for sure. She could come through. All right. I want to see them feet. What them feet looking like? Yeah, she's done it all. Age of Machine says, uh, XX is making and changing the laws. It's how we got into this mess in the first place. Ask Adam. Oh, wait, he can't because Adam is, yes, in the cemetery. Yep. Aaron Harris says, God doesn't send mates and Christian influencers are not traditional. Yeah, there's no way. There's no way. I could not fall for that. Yeah, God's going to send me a mate, and he's going to be a great revivalist. This is crazy. Twin A, don't scare me like that, coach. He says, I had a conniption. I was choking. All right, the bad guy says, from Rick James. Shout out to Rick James. Piatch. We got a brother in here with a co-sponsorship. He says, Coach, what's her cash app asking for Keandre? All right, Keandre wants the Venezuelan Chica's cash apps. Well, she's legal now. So, yeah. And she looked like she been through it too, man. She been through a couple of scrapes and scratches. All right, her face is all scratched up right there. Pimping ain't easy. Oh, man, it's bad. And if you really want to know what's going on, I heard the border. Them, them girls getting out there torn up just to come across. All right, I don't know by who the original is in the building with a co-sponsorship. <laughs> he says here is even he says here is extra to even it out for the Keandre fund. Shout out to Keandre. <laughs> Keandre. In league we trust. I recently moved to Phoenix for my new job. The blade is right by GCU. I know what side of town that is. I heard some of the JUCOs hit the blade to fix their binds. GSU, that's the Grand Canyon University, which was at one point a Christian university. I think they were a Christian university. They somewhat turned into a secular. It was an online university, and they supposed to be a Christian university. Let me see if they still claiming to be a Christian university. Uh, let me see here. It's a private school. Let me see. Is it Christian? Let's see here. They are a Christian identity and mission. Yes, they are a Christian school. But um, I think, so. oh, by the way, they got some fine girls that go to Grand Canyon. They got some lookers around there. <laughs> right, they got some lookers. You can get you some. Some of these girls around Grand Canyon right here. Right, y'all? Then you're going to fix it some binds, all right? If you want, if you want locals, you definitely going to see them. Yeah. You know, right. Keandre. So I said Keandre the Giant. Shout out to my brothers here, the original Shout out to JC. Shout out to my brother, Roderick, with the double duck, the triple up. Shout out to Danero Tranquillo with the co-spons. All right, we got some brothers, man. Y'all chimed in well for this great, great, great stream. Shout out to our brother. Let me see if I can see your name because did I even acknowledge you? No government name will call you. Shout out to you for your co-spons as well. And Mark D with the co-sponsorship. I'll try to do that from time to time to acknowledge those great supporters anyway. Shout out to the Coach Gang. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Hit the playback. Timestamps will be up at some point. Look in the comment section for timestamps. And we out of here. Peace.